This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder James Boyd came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation We got the power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Welcome to the Ace of Podcasts. This is One Nation Radio. Fuck you, Jeremy. Fuck you, Josh. We are in the Tokyo Dome. This is where we are starting. Rich, what's happening? Oh, Nihon James, what's going on, man? What's going on, Nihon Rich? Oh, man, just uh, ready to give the best analysis in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and, um, you know, just display the superior knowledge and intellect and you know, foresight really for the past, present, and future of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, you know, some people like to watch all the Road to shows, like to watch all the all the uh, shows that are in Indian Arena or or whatever else. No, we don't do that. We watch we watch one show per year, and we cover it here <laughs> on One Day Radio. <laughs> Seems like it, right? That's what it feels like. It's like, like Rich was like, man, Kenny Omega not there. I'm not there neither. He pulled that full on Brock Lesnar versus Man shit. And then I'd be, I'd be out here watching the G1s. I'd be like, hey, man, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't really care about what you do with the G1 because ultimately it's going to lead to somehow JY seeing his ass into the dome somehow in this title made event and like losing. <laughs> so it don't fucking matter. No way. So, so yeah, like now that JY's gone, Naito's, Naito's going to be on top. Before we get to that, before we get into all our jokey jokes and all everything we got to say, Wrestle Kingdom 18, I thought it was a great show. I thought the last half of the, sh- of the show, once you get to the singles matches or trios match or title match, if you will, it was it was a really fun show. Um, I, I, you know, I'm always going to want my biggest shows of the year to be top heavy in the back end like that. Um, and it, it really worked out for me. And I really enjoyed the show. Rich, what were your thoughts on Russell Kingdom 18? Um, I thought it was a very good show with nothing that I loved in all caps. Gotcha. And like, I don't think there's a true match of the year candidate on this show, but um, there were a lot of great matches. And, but there was like, you know, there was a, it just felt kind of weird. But um, I saw a lot of like good efforts from, from guys that, Quite frankly, it's like, man, I just seen these guys when they were younger and better. So it's like, you know, some there's some of that. And, you know, I listen to Keeping the Strong Star every week. So I'm pretty, you know, caught up in everything I need to know uh, with New Japan, just playing guys. Um, 
but yeah it um is a very interesting time i think for new japan as you mentioned like with naito now going forward and a lot of the people i think in the know they're really calling for like a booking change like as far as like they want gato up out of here and well, just because like you know gato's ideas it feels like we've seen them we, we've seen all his tricks he's not fooling us anymore with anything we know his patterns we know his routines uh his stories they just seem like they've all been kind of told and you know you look at some of this card it's like how much you know if it, like like what are you really excited about going forward like i, I don't know if you've, you've caught up on um i have not uh, i know nothing uh, about what happened years dash and all I that have no idea what happened I'll break the glass now. So <laughs> um, they're, they're bringing Matt Riddle in um, and he's facing Hiroshi Tanahashi. For uh, team yeah. Or yeah, whatever's going. Yeah. Yeah. He actually is. Um, Nick Nemeth is around. Actually, I'm right, pretty with, positive uh, on Finley. Nick Nemeth. Uh, but, you know, you're looking at David Finley. They're, they're still con- continuing Naito versus Sonata f- for some reason. So um, there's more, you know, the young guys really haven't factored in yet. Uh, a belt looks like it's headed towards evil because Tamatonga's on his way out of New Japan. So um, it's like, I, you know, Josh Smith on keeping the strong style did not feel encouraged coming out of Wrestle Kingdom. And I was kind of kind of the same. I was like, oh, that was awesome on, on January 4th. And then I watched the next day and I was like, mm, I don't know. I think the only really kind of exciting thing on the horizon, and this is going to sound bad uh, because it's like, oh, yeah, of course, you know, you might be excited about the white guy. But, like, it seems like Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be uh, set up to have a really big year. I think he's going to win the IWGP Championship this year. And Well, I mean, he's really, your top gaijin right now. I, I'm, I'm saying really, like, looking at it, it's like, he, I think he does need to interject himself into that mix. Like, he's been on the, he's been knocking on the door forever. Years. Over there. So, Years. Um, I, I really think that's something that's going to happen, but I guess we can, um, you know, do the, actually, before we do all that, um, I wanted to talk about our new shows and then we'll get into the review and all that. Okay. But, um, we do have two new shows on the network, um, kind of hand selected by myself. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I think the audience of social suplex network and one nation radio, really really enjoy them uh between trish and sarah and the tunnel talk podcast uh i was listening to i actually found the tunnel talk podcast through trish um who did a guest spot on there then i started listening to tunnel talk thought they were hilarious leah of course joined us um for this the show after sam punk was fired that's right um and uh you know church and sarah came today and uh put their their first uh show up so both shows are out uh on the network now really proud of uh you know how the audience is taken to them they, they've uh put some new life into our discord uh as well and i have stamped both of these shows so like uh i think tunnel talk is a very entertaining listen it uh, is kind of lighthearted and also like kind of just they point out astute things that you might not think about from your perspective i think and then trish and sarah is like just like uh it's like a dead serious but at the same time very funny in their own way kind of look at the business end of pro wrestling like very meticulous very detailed uh very plugged into knowing 
different numbers and also, you know, where things are coming from. So I, I think they're two great shows and uh, it really like I've always wanted to get um, more uh, women on the One Nation or not the One Nation radio, <laughs> um, like on the Social Suplex Network uh, podcast, podcast network, because it's like yeah. it was not for me, it was like not enough to just have like one because like I, I kind of reject that notion of like yeah this is our female podcast it's like no like you know we can have more than one like it's like it's not a limit like or, yeah. or anything on that so and we would have been, been had more if you know that if those damn sierra and tanya's wanted to you know join up but they you know they never really wanted to they're you know they like us but they really want to you know they want to keep us away but there's still time yeah. we'll wear them down eventually yeah so like that like uh, you know i I was i thought you know this a lot of this comes down to you know availability you know the being able to do a show consistently and not everyone is able to but um uh i I just want to want everyone that listens to this show give them a give them a try and also check out imp as well who was like you know has been in the social suplex orbit for a long time james and i both done reviews with him over um wrestling headlines for years um chris is back with Chris things uh, with, with wrestling art. And, uh, you know, we're really just uh, deciding like, yo, how can we <laughs> make this network even better? Like, so uh, keeping it strong style, they're going to have some exciting announcements on what they're planning to do with their show uh, pretty soon. Uh, I'm not going to re- release that out. I'll, I'll let them take care of it, but you know, um, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to do the CM Punk thing, like right before all in saying that he's a few, that Daniel Bryan's, or Brian Daniels is a few weeks, a, a week away or whatever. You're not going to do that. Yeah. Not, not going to do yeah. it. I appreciate it. Not going to do that. But um, I don't know how you yeah. get heat for that one. That was, yeah. that was like, that's, that's super low on the radar thing. CM Punk did at AEW, but like he let the cat out the bag on that was so hard. And it was like, Tony Khan, did, no one was mad about that backstage. Nobody. Okay. They Sorry. Back, back to the lecture hand. But yeah, uh, make, make sure you guys check those shows out and um, just, I, I think they're great. So like I listened to them personally, they were already in the rotation for me. So um, I have nothing else to say. Okay. So uh, I guess we go back to getting into the show of uh, Russell Kingdom 18. So, uh, the Rambo is a Rambo. Chase Owens comes out traditional, oh, uh, like it, much like any other. Um, <sighs> you know, I I, I gotta say he this. He came out Rambo. there. Uh, what do you go ahead? <laughs> One man army. Yes, that was. A, there's there's points of the thing where it's like, okay, you have Ishi comes out at one point against uh i think it was Cobb, Okan, and Hanare, and it was basically like, you know. You know, one one man army. You got stand on business, and he was out here taking their best shots. That was fun. Um, you eventually end up getting uh, Connors and Coglin in there, um, and they they were holding their ground for a little bit. Um, then, who's your who's the original dude with the Iron Claw for Taichi had it? Uh, I forgot. Iska. Yeah, Iska. Iska comes out there. He's jacked to the gills. Who knows? That man, fresh off a cycle. Look, I, I look. He better be careful over there. They don't play. I'll leave <laughs> it at that. Uh, but he he he, he anti aged. He comes out there and he going nuts. And then he, he looks for the and then he's getting beat on. And then next thing you know, Taichi hands in the claw 
and he goes nuts with the iron claw, everything, and then Taichi's like, yeah, man, you can still do this, and he turns, and he, because he's a, he's a savage animal, he turns on Taichi, I think they double eliminate each other, and then by the end, I forgot who the final four were, uh, but yeah, it, it was just a, you know, it's another goofy Rambo, just like it always is, there's never nothing to pay attention to, really, but it, it is what it is. I wanted it to be even more goofy, like, I wanted like it to be... you wanted to go full stardom? Yeah, just oh like, my God. like yeah, where's just, the where's the great Kabuki? Like, uh, you know, like I'm trying to, I'm trying. I, I appreciate them bringing Isco back, but I'm like, yo, there, there ain't nobody else hanging around. Like, there's no like weird people you can bring in. Like, um, but yeah. Besides that, yeah, this is just kind of a nothing match. It's amazing, great Okan. I was, I was told it was this this huge prospect years ago. That boy is falling behind. Hey, I mean. He was, I never thought he was going to make it just based on the look. Same. Yeah. Like, he's entertaining at points, but, like, he's entertaining and, like, he gets attention that, like, you probably don't want for your company. <laughs> like, when you're out here doing all this stuff with, the, with what seems to be the prostitutes or the, the sex workers, is a better way to put it. It's like, hey, man, um, this company is involved with, like, toys and stuff. Uh, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not counting, I'm not saying anything's wrong with sex work. Get it how you live. I'm saying that if you are a person, but if you are a representative of this particular company, they also sell the toys. It's going to be hard to sell toys. You know what I'm saying? Like, so maybe, you know, pick and choose, pick and choose your battles, you know, pick and choose your battles. But, uh, yeah, man, he's just, you know, I remember, uh, I remember when he first started, like Meltzer was on his ass. Like, the, like he didn't like the look. He didn't like the work and whatever else. And then he kind of acquitted himself in the, in the, uh, his first G1. And it's just like, that's kind of, he just, it's pretty where he's at. He's a person that's going, you know, go around 500, you know, get about 10 points in the G1. He might get a title shot here and there, but nah, like I think all, the, I think all these new guys that have came in, like, like Yamura, Suji, even, even Ren still, like they got better prospects. They got better future prospects than, than Okan at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> so IWGP junior heavyweight title match. Catch 2-2, uh, Francisco Okura and TJP. Uh, they defeat... Nah, uh, that was a TJP. That was the Oswan. That was the Oswan. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Oswan or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, they defeated Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney. Yes. And man... Um, this match was good. But this was alright, but there was some stuff There was no crowd heat for it, but I thought it was good. Yeah, like there was some stuff on commentary. I I really took exception with when they were talking about, uh, you know, there's like this is just like the Young Bucks with, with the IWGP Junior. Uh, so I was like, no, it is nothing like that. Like, okay, th- like those guys used to go open the dome and it would be electric. Yeah. It would be, I mean, incredible Rich, and it would be exciting. Rich, la- last year with Yo and with Yo and, and Leo versus Catch Twenty Two was was way better than this. Right, it's yeah, just this was just like it mm. was good. It just it wasn't. It just it was in the Oswan thing. Like, well, like it got a huge pop from the reveal and everything. Like, I'm not really to shit on it and say it's just goofiness because like it, he he was he was telling good a good story with it. It's just he has to work the kinks out with it um, for, to make it relatable. It is like I don't like. Okay, he's he is this mythical creature, but he's sailing and it's his first match, and it's like. I, Okay, I, I'm I'm willing to give it room because obviously TJP's talented. He's an asshole. He's talented. Um, I kind of want to just see him go crazy. 
I Turn mean, your brains would, off. Do some like, flips. Like if, he had, like, if he had a regular match and all of a sudden it was a spot or the moment where he just went completely ape shit or whatever else, I'd have been, I'd have been with that. But, um, but I mean, he still got the win, so whatever. Yeah. Um, after that, we got the world television title match. President Ace Hiroshi Tanahashi yes. uh, defeats Zack Ch- Sabre Jr. Um, in an under 10 minute match that was pretty fun. And I was like, yes. Hiroshi Tanahashi at the Dome. First order of business as a president, I'm strapping myself up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, like, you know, uh, you've been the champion for a year. You, everyone thought that, like, he was going to end up on one of the young guys or whatever else. And this, this was the young person belt. First champions. Saber, who's in his fucking over 35. And then, you know, Tanahashi, who's in his, in his 40s. Like, nah, this ain't this ain't for, you thought it was for the young boys. Nah, this ain't for the young boys. This for the old guys that can't go twenty five minutes no more. <laughs> That's what it's for. <laughs> you, get, you, get your, you get your you get your you get your your short sprint title match. Like this is another this is like a championship, like a, another excuse to do another number division. Followed by me. Look, man. That's um, yeah. So yeah, Tanahashi wins. I'm never gonna be upset with Tanahashi wins. It's funnier with the whole like you know new new president. Did, 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 was this was this, was this his first, was his first move uh, executive decision? Who knows. But uh, whatever, man. Like you can always play it off as like you know, it's time for you to retire. It's time for you to move up, move up, and like as you move up, I'll just hold on to this belt while you while you move up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Look, th- you this know, you clearly know, screams rich, of losing rich. up for for him. Look, scheming, scheming. Yeah, exactly. Plot. Exactly. Uh, you know, Tanahashi, this this figure that everybody loves, and you know, it's it's so funny, you know, when the ace does anything, and uh, you know, we just all love him, and then all of a sudden, this man it turns to a tyrant. Like, who knows? Oh my god! <laughs> hey, uh, Seth Rich Rogan said, Kendrick, he said, uh, it's great. They should put the TV title on older and older dudes." LOL. He said, Kendrick Abashi <laughs> went in the title, at, uh, went in the belt at uh, Power Struggle Four Stars. <laughs> Eugene like, Nagata, also, come on down. Eugene yeah, Nagata, Suzuki, Kojima—they just part putting all. Yeah, like this is yeah. Bring Tenzon back. Bring Tenzon back. Why not? Yes. Where's uh? Where's Where's Kawada? Bring Kawada in. Oh God. Let's go. Um. But up next, we had Yu Yu versus Yoda Suji. Uh, just over 10 minutes, uh, Yumura gets the win over Suji, and I was not happy with this. <laughs> Neither was I. Neither was I. I was not happy with this. And the, the whole kind of meta story around this, or actually the real story around this, is they've had all these matches, and it seems like Suji's always been a step ahead of Yumura. Um, and then this is the first time ever that Yoda Suji's been on the back step. Uh, to you and Mora, but I don't feel like they did enough to drive this home. I don't think they gave these guys enough time. Uh, Yoda Suji still did all the cool stuff and lost, right. which kind of becomes has is starting to become the pattern with him going literally back to Dominion last year. Um, I think he has it. I think he, you know, I I don't see why you got to wait. He's not, you know, young. He's thirty years old, so it's like you can go with this guy and, and get him going, like. And I guess they're like, they don't want to do that right now for whatever reason. Like, maybe it's a setup for something down the road. Uh, but I thought he was clearly the more impressive guy here. Uh, more did a couple of things that, were that you know, were impressive. And he kind of projects as, uh, like, I already see 
how what, what lines these guys are going to go down almost already um <laughs> but uh it like if it feels like suji is like he has like a flashing light around him like it's so easy like he's a meme he can fly yeah he's big yes got the color scheme he's yeah. got the got the outfits got he's the hair in lij yep Yep, yep, yep. Got like, a smile. Like, yeah, got all that. Smile, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. what are like talks, like, talks crazy shit. Yeah. Talks a bunch of shit. Yeah. This is the fucking guy. Like, I, I mean, I, I kind of, out of the, out of the four we have out of this class in the last year and a half. Yeah, I say so. Like, like I've spoken to people in the wrestling business that are like backstage power players and ex, and, and exalt the virtues of Yoda Suji is a guy who you're going to want to look out for. You know, in New Japan, like in, you know, if you're working with New Japan, that's the fucking guy you want to go get Mm -hmm. or or whatever. Like you want to spotlight that guy. That's him. So like, yeah, man, like this, this result is almost like a dopey result. It seems like, I I mean, to me, it looks like you look at that result in the next match after that result. And it's like, oh, they're they're trying to carry the two that are struggling. Mm hmm. It, the two that the two that need the need to win the most, they gave them to them, and then like you know they can tell the story of down the line two three years, and like it's been a back and forth journey as opposed to like these two were clearly the two of the superior ones, and they as far as like the crowd's reaction to them and and going in the style and what they do, you're gonna move them forward. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like. So I, I don't mind that, you know. Uh, I don't mind that. Uh, but like you just watch your more, you see your more come out, and then you see Suji come out, and it's like they're both you know they're both what a they're both a they're both what New Japan want um, out of their out of their young guys, but Suji just comes off as he he has that plus more, and then like the size factor, and then you see him at his size. He's was he like two thirty two thirty ish. Yeah, like I feel like I like, don't he's know. Maybe, Tanahashi, maybe, obviously, right? He, he, I mean, he was before he even went off the discourse, he's bigger than Tanahashi. But like, he, you see how he's bumping and stuff, and in the way he, in the way he's moving, is like there aren't guys that are built like that, that are that size, that move and bump like that. And and if they do, they don't do it for long. So you might want to capitalize on that. I was going to say, like, maybe, does it feel like this guy maybe is closer to his ceiling than like the rest of them? I don't know because obviously it's still early in the game. But the thing is, like, if he's going to wrestle in that style, you know, because obviously, you know, he did the Rare Pro thing. He was in Mexico. If he's going to wrestle this style and he's going to be that size, this ain't going to be for long. You better, you need mm-hmm. to, you need to get to it now as opposed to waiting. Um, so that's just my, that's just my opinion. But, but like the guys that, you know, spend expensive time in Mexico that we know of and on excursion, their bodies beat the shit and they had broken necks. So, you know, and that dude was out here, you know, getting, getting suplex on his neck all throughout this match and taking big bumps. So, and he's bigger than any of the dudes we saw before. So you would just assume some bad's going to happen to him. So you might want to capitalize on before he can't go at that level anymore or tell him to tone it the fuck down. It's one of the two. Yeah. Um, We'll, we'll we'll keep checking in on Yoda Suji. <laughs> like, yeah. like if there if there's something about that guy, like he is someone that makes you want to watch him, it, yeah. and also like go out of your way to watch him. So, um, tag team. Uh, match. Oh, before we move on, yeah, 
I, I had to pull up the the background because uh. look, man, y'all can't tell me, y'all can't tell me that this isn't a a dirty sprite album cover that Future just didn't think of. You can't tell me, you cannot tell me this motherfucker does not look diabolically toxic and evil. You can't tell me this man ain't got three baby mamas. You can't tell me he don't. Anyway, let's move on. Yoda Suji fucked your bitch with some Gucci flip flops. Is that what yeah. you're saying, James? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. He, to he just took a piss and all, all those codeine that came out. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Tag team match: House of Torture, Evil and Renderita versus Kaito Kiyomiya and Shota Umino. Um, I, I think I got this one right from the prediction show. I was like, Kaito Kiyomiya is on that team, but then they pinned Shota Umino, so I'm like. Well, then, after Bro. all the House of Torture bullshit and all this, Rin, I was just like, Rin what got his ass fuck, up and down in this match, and at the end, he hit the he hit the he hit uh, uh, Shota with the with the Hindu push up bar, and then won, and then sold as if he had got as if he was destroyed and could barely walk back to the dugout. I was like, this is a totally unimpressive performance. I understand that uh, Shibata is no longer like with the LA dojo and all kind of stuff. He's now a, a Tony Khan talent and everything, but the, I, but he's going to fall. I, I, I see Momo Watanabe in, in Oedo Tyrant all over this. Like, this is like, Holy I, shit. I, 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 I ain't got to say that. I got show in house of torture right over this. He's going right to go there. die. He's right. Fucking there. Remember, like that man, like, Remember when he was like, really good? Like James, James, this is dookie in the wire. Like yeah. once you start hanging around with those fucking junkies, what are you gonna turn into? <laughs> All that potential, and you hang, and you hang. And, yep, 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 yep. My man Jay Teodoro uh, will appreciate that, but yeah, man. Um, Sad shit. I, man. I, I just, I just see Renderita, and I start feeling, feeling bad for him. I'm like, damn, they got him near evil. Like, oh well. And like, bro, watch, knows. It, it was hilarious watching that match. And like, he was clearly the fourth worst wrestler. It's, it, it's yeah. like, wow. Kaiser Kimia, uh, you got to go back to the pants. I'm not feeling the look. Um, Show to Umino. This man came out. He had. He had. He came out on the bike. He was out here looking like Evil Knievel with the with like with the joint he was wearing. I don't know. You know, you were Evil Knievel. Yeah. Yeah, he looked like Evil Knievel, and then he he he. Then he went out there and and lost, and I was like, "Huh?" That man work work with them with those uh pants like the all the way down joints, like like he's got knee braces on or something. I was like, "Is that something to watch? Is this man's knees already on the clock?" Style rough, man. Style's rough. Tough, man. (laughs) Black Um, Sabre said he's on the bike like Manami Toyota. Not not quite. Not not quite. (laughs) He was on a bike, similar to mine. He was not on the bike like Manami. Said, no, that was that was a little different. That was a little different. Like it's always funny to think about, like the All Japan Women's, like that run or whatever else. And then, like you know, it's a like Rossi doesn't book tragedies except for Hikaru Hokuto never winning that belt. It was like you, you ever seen Manami Toyo on that bike? That wasn't no tragedy. That was a plan. That was that was that wasn't a that wasn't a, a bug. That was a feature. Like there's a reason why she won that belt like five goddamn times. Anyway, we move on. Never open weight title match. Tomatonga versus Shingo Takagi. This and James. Is, this match is great. Yeah. Match is great. 
<laughs> Shout out to Joe and Rich. This is the first time I opened the notebook and it was for Tamatonga. And I was like, oh my God. Um, so when I was watching this show, mm-hmm. I, somehow the news had got to us or to me that Tamatonga was wrapping up with New Japan uh, coming soon whatever so i was like oh he's gonna lose this match or whatever and i was like fuck i got spoiled or whatever but whatever i'm you know i'm starting to match anyway so i started watching it and bro i'm like bro it just keeps getting better and better and better and they're hitting each other hard as fuck and they're getting up and they're kicking out of shit and they're firing up and i'm like this is the best match of tamatonga's life and then that's what um, i thought off the top of my head yeah. Then, then like it was, I was like, "Oh, Shingo Takagi." Shingo was like, "Yeah, we in the dome. I'm not having that shit. Like, y- you better come to wrestle because I'll be here." So, I, I ended up giving this one four and a half stars, James. And I was like, "I think this is the match that I like the most at the dome." Okay, and so I went four and a half. Tonga won, and I got yeah. fucking. I was shocked. I was like. What and and that made it even better for me. So yeah, I, the the okay. So first things first. Um, I had mentioned this while I was watching because I, I watched this on the late unspoiled, and I said to you like, "Hey man, one thing like one thing's for certain. Like you ain't ever got to guess this. Like when we talk about you know the Vaders, the Stan Hansons, uh, you know the the Terry Funks or whatever else of of, of you know the the um." Uh, the Steve Williamses of the world and, and Bob Saps. We talk about like the, the all time guidance or whatever else. Hey man, Edge of Styles belongs on this list because any goddamn time anyone pulls out a Styles clash, people lose their minds in, in that New Japan audience. They lose it. They lose it. They love it so much. Like when this goes back to the G1 two years ago um, when uh, when Osprey hit the G, hit the uh, Hit the Shit, South Kenny, Clash Kenny over. did it in 2016. Well, yeah, also will. But like, anytime he gets pulled out, lose it. People lose it. They remember him. They want him back. <laughs> they want to put him in his Hall of Fame if there's a such thing for New Japan Pro Wrestling. But yeah, man. Like, yeah, like, you know, I'll say the Bloody Sunday and all that kind of stuff, or uh, the Finn Balor stuff, or the De- Devitt stuff. It was, um, it was an awesome match. And like, some of the like makeshift fin- uh, counters to get out were just like, this is why I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's like the thought that went in it went into getting out in the great escape to get out of avoiding being put away. I, it was awesome. It was awesome match. It was awesome match. This this seemed like a goal watch for Tamatonga. He was like, you know, looking around after posing with the belt, and uh, I was like, well, if this is how he's gonna gonna go out, like he's always been, you know, he's been there years and years. So uh, I think it's a yeah. good thing they yeah, uh, I, they gave him that uh, yeah. moment. Also, you know, it's it's the one four show, so it's also the one year anniversary of uh, a year ago when he had a match that wasn't so good with someone that was an inferior <laughs> talented uh, Shingo Takagi, and it's like it's almost like Tamatango shows up to work at this point now he's a babyface, and it's like a really good wrestler that is trying to have his best matches, but if you put him in there with someone that is cooked. It ain't going to work. But you put him in there with some one of the best wrestlers in the world. He got one of the best matches of the year. And four and a half stars. Sorry. That's going to look. That, pull a notebook again. Pull a notebook again. Yeah. That's going to get some votes for the top 100. That's going to get some votes for the top 100. For the years out. Will it make it? I don't know. Because, you know, it's early. It's early. It's always a lot of matches. But people remember that match. Yeah. Um, IWGP tag team title match. Uh, Gorilla's Destiny. Phantasmo and Hikaleo. 
against Bishamon. This is a title change here. That it's like title versus title. Um, Bishamon loses shockingly, yep. um, <laughs> and you know I was like, man, El Fantasmo and Hikaleo, they they some real two dudes with attitude as <laughs> motherfuckers. And then they started jump high fiving each other. Like after that, I was like. And you know, Fantasm was doing the super kicks and yep. you know, catching Hikaleo with some, but uh I was kinda shocked by this. I thought this was this was pretty good. I probably went like three and three quarters on this. Uh, but they only they had less than ten minutes. So but it, it really feels like, you know, like Goto and Yoshihashi, they're just like these dudes that have been around forever. They command respect and it's like yeah, man, these guys are, are rock solid in the middle of this, this shit. Like you can split them off against against um any you know any champion really like that that you want um if you want to put them back in singles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I prefer them. I think they're at a nice like uh I think they're at a nice stop right here in their careers where like this is how they stay around. And stay mm-hmm. relevant is like they kind of are like the aces of the tag team division, which they've been now at this point. And um, I think this is, I, I don't want to break them up. I like them so much as a team. Um, like even the part where now we're like, you know, they're also wearing the white gear together and everything. Like, I don't want to break that up. Like, let them go out there and like win, win the damn tag titles like eight times. Who cares? Um, mm-hmm. Cause I mean, like, you know, what's the alternative? Like Goto's never going to get to the top. Yo, neither is Yoshihashi. Like let them, you know, be that team. And then like, you know, until we figure out, um, uh, you know, some all-star team for them to be up against for the next feud, like, let that be it for them. And obviously they can win those back, you know, later in the year or whatever else. Because, like, you know, mm-hmm. thinking about that, it's like, okay, ELP, you know, we talk about these guys and, like, they, they don't want to stay in Japan all the time anymore. Um, and also, like, you see all these, like, these contracts that are, right. Like, Obviously, the New Japan contracts come due uh, at the beginning of every year. So, like, there's a little bit of leg pulling going on with this stuff. Right. But it seems like a lot of these guys are going very public with this shit. Like, as far as, like, leaking their contract status to reporters. Like, yeah, my shit's up or I'm working without a deal. Uh, somebody come get me because <laughs> somebody come get her. Like, that's, that's oh what God. it seems like a lot of these uh, guys are, are doing right now. Yeah. But. Like, Mr. Mr. Shribble, do you see me over here? Uh, Tony? Tony, do you see me over here? Can, can I get a bag? Oh, no? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely have a point. Um, you'll move on to basically like the, the, the top half of the card now? Sure. All right. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I was like, man, there's only been one time I opened the notebook. And yeah. then yep. I kept it open. Yep. Uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title: Romu Takahashi versus El Desperado. Um, like, look, I don't. I think we're at a point now where it's safe to say, like, depending whatever whatever your favorite Desperado and Hiromu match is, it's already happened. It's not. It's not going to be. It's not going to happen. They're not going to top. Like for me personally, right? My favorite match is their uh, Best Super Juniors Final from what, 2020 or 19, whichever one it was. Not 19, mm-hmm. 20. 20. Um, yeah, because like Hormu was out for for nineteen, so we're like you know he rips off, he pulls off the mask and then all of a sudden the exposed turnbuckle he hits him with the fucking you know uh, time bomb into the turnbuckle and all that crazy shit they did. Um, that's my favorite Hormu and Desperado match. I enjoyed the shot this match, and it was Desperado's time to finally say. I'm better than this fucking guy, for, at least for now, or at least for tonight. 
Um, and he took it to Hiromu before Hiromu could even get out of the truck fit. He beat this man's ass. He was on, he dove on that man. He was on his ass. Um, like he, he worked over the knee a lot. Uh, it made it really hard for Hiromu to, to, to get, get, you know, get stuff going. Obviously he did eventually, but yeah, it's just, he just had Hiromu's uh, number like throughout the whole entire match. And then he won pr- very decisive, not very, but pretty decisively. Like this was like, this a, was handed, what do you say? Like, what do you say? 65, 35? Bro, this shit was like a nice fifteen point win for Des- Desperado. Like, yeah, or it's like, yeah, man, yeah. I, I, it was like a ninety-one to seventy-eight win where it was like, yeah, yeah he, he fucking clamped him up, like yep. <laughs> it just won. Yep, yep, that's what it felt like, and like it was very fun. And like Haramu, it was like, hey, man, like, sorry, brother, like you gotta, you, you gotta go win your twentieth, uh, uh, best super juniors, get it back. It's it's what it comes down to. You got you got to go, you got to start at the bottom. Yeah, you like you got to face Watto in the final this next year. There was an interesting comment. I can't even, say, I can't even joke about that because Watto made the final this year or last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did not make Wrestle Kingdom though. I see. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, can um, we go back to the Rambo since we talking about people that we think are clowns, right? Like we made fun of a Watto over the years. The Rambo. We've left out the one important part. Oh my God, Shit. yo. Show and yo, show and yo, my yo came, god, yo came out there, and he and he had a track suit on, looking like he, he was ready like, for a Missy like Elliott video, and he had like like the tiny shoes that are like socks, and he sprinting, he run like Forrest Gump with the arm way up here, and I'm like what the fuck is yo doing? What is this? I don't recall this gimmick change. What is this? And then show comes out, he goes he goes back up the ramp. It goes and goes goes to face off with show show. You already know, like bro, you know I got it on me. You know what you what you doing? He pull out the wrench, of course. He pull out the wrench. You know I keeps it on me. They struggle for the wrench. Yo wrestles the wrench away, wrestles the the wrench away. Tongue twister. And then instead of like going to to, to rock show with the, with the 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 wrench, he does. Bro, do you see this dance that nigga did, bro? Do you heard the dance? I don't remember the dance. He no. sticks his arms it was out early. like so, and then he shimmies his legs like back and forth. And I'm like, "Yo, what is this goofball doing?" Then he goes to swing. Then he goes to swing the uh, the, the wrench. Show blocks it, and then he basically like chokes out Yo by the wrench and kind of like hangs him off the edge of the of the ramp. And I was like, "Yo, I've never seen somebody be such a geek." I I, I was like, "I don't know what this thing is," but Leo Rushy's come back and say this man's career. Like, I, I it's going look. Non-ironically, it's going into the shitter. It's going yeah. into the shitter. Yeah, but between show and yo, that's like yo. I remember when y'all were young guys with potential. That y'all were a cool team. Y'all had lots of good matches uh, with with a lot of different teams, and everybody wanted to see the breakup and shit. Well, y'all saw it. Yeah. <laughs> It was like Desperados at one time said, "Hey, when he killed, he basically murdered him on the promo." It was like, "Hey, man, y'all, y'all are still together. Y'all are not interesting. Y'all need to break up. What the fuck's going on?" And they listened to him, and that was sabotage. And Desperado was like, "All right, I guess y'all are not over anymore. So I guess I have to now be the, you know, the at, at least the the one B <laughs> of the, of the junior division and over you young niggas." <laughs> Elite level working. He worked them, suckers. 
Um, so I now, so now, what's next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, now it's time. Now it's Wat. Now it's Watto's turn to make fi- best of Super Juniors finals. Not show or yo. What the fuck? Can you, yeah. I could not imagine after what after what Shingo and Show were doing to each other in 2019 and 20, that Show would be where he is. Just sad. God damn it, man. So there was a there was a comment that was saying uh, Haruma said he's never going to wrestle Desperado. Yes, I think either for the belt for the or belt. the film again or without it being the main both. event. It's both, unless it's the main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, that's a that's, that's all right. Are they going back to two days? Um, I don't know about two days, but it sounds like someone's going to be one of them two is going to be uh, help reviving those uh, those never trios titles uh, for for Russell Kingdom because like both of them need to be on the card. But if they gonna face each other, then what are we gonna do? Yeah, are, are they talking about like you know Russell Kingdom Day Three? Like, oh man, one of those or Russell Kingdom Day Three? Ugh. I just I don't see it, but I don't you know either. that that would be a worthwhile reason to have another match. And I but definitely don't see it. I just, definitely don't, I don't see, see it see now it. With, with Muto not around. I definitely don't see it. Like you may, what's the point of calling over Noah now? And Muto yeah. ain't there to help you draw at Yokohama Arena. Yeah. IWGP Global Heavyweight Title. Uh, I don't like this belt. It's small. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's like it's too too small for all the men. It seems like, um, it like that shit should go. It's they should send, that shit to, send that shit to stardom. Like I don't <laughs> like like it would it would look better with their athletes. Like these guys all oh, standing for this on this thing, and it looks small. The plate's all too big. The belt is all too skinny, and I'm just like. They're they're going to war for this. I'm like, y'all got rid of the V4 IWGB belt, yep. the fucking IC belt, yep. and the fucking red belt yep. to replace it with these two other fucking monstrosities, like essentially. And it's they're like not even bad. They're of- just not as good as what they updated, which makes you be like, why did you update it begin with if you're going to put in it if you're not going to make better uh, aesthetic changes? <clears throat> yeah, I'm with you. And they they burn the lineages of all of them. Yep. That's like the more important part. But you're right. You're right. I'll get. I'll get to the match. <clears throat> um, I didn't love this as, as much as I saw. Like a, a lot of folks loved it or whatever. For me, it was a little bit too. It, it felt like it was a. It wasn't a serious match. Like it felt like they were just like, all right. Well, I mean, the story they kind of they kind of exposed the thing because I watched the, the press conference ahead of time. Like they, with the deal, we're gonna whoop David Finley's ass, and it's just like. Oh, I kind of just like I, I would have preferred like if they did that same thing. And didn't tell me they were doing it ahead of time. I think I might have liked it better. Okay, I but, didn't. I didn't. I didn't see the press conference. I, I, so I, I, maybe gotcha. I got lucky by not seeing it. Gotcha. But like, and then from there, it just felt like it felt like a big dumb match. Like, and and like, I'm not saying it in a derogatory way. It was just like, all right, we're just gonna just try to. It didn't really felt like it meant much. If that makes any sense I, i'm probably explaining I mean, it poorly but i mean if it, it, it's for it's for it's for them throwing away the lineage to what was at that point the number two belt in the promotion to come up with a new belt for no for no good reason whatsoever a worse design and it's going on and ends up at in the hands of like by far the least over person in match so yeah it, it is a big dumb match ultimately regardless of how good it or it, it would have been or wasn't or is or isn't it, it was a big dumb match because what are the what are the, the the look at the ends right um yeah. so and it's 
Never mind. I will get to it in a second. But yeah, man, I love this match. I thought this match was awesome. I thought it was super fun. I thought that like some of the like um, near falls in the the spots like to uh, where someone is incapacitated and like someone's stealing a pin. I thought some of them were like actually like things I don't recall ever seeing before. So yeah, I, I thought some of the stuff was some of the action was awesome. I also like the part where like we are going to beat. Finley's ass, and then we're going to go in here and we're going to have our mini match, and then he's going to basically play spoiler throughout the whole thing. And like I thought that Finley played a good job of spoiler, um, and ultimately at the end he ends up winning. Um, and like also uh, we didn't mention this, Osprey's entrance. My God, boy. Um, look before you say that, James. Well, Osprey's entrance, when I saw that, and then I saw how they were reacting to Tetsuya Naito in the main event, I was like, well, why couldn't they have just been Naito versus fucking Osprey in the main event? It sounds like they would have reacted to him. It sounds like the Japanese fans would have loved Will Osprey just the same if he was the IWGP champion going into that thing. Rich, we, we've seen two Will Osprey in uh, Tetsuya Naito matches. That should have been the main event of this show. <laughs> like, like, what are we talking for, about? For all, all this for 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 twenty seven thousand, right? And I, w- I was seeing people, you know, the going into twenty seven thousand. Look, look, uh, Sonata. Look, I, was, I was saying. Oh, oh, I, Sonata, I was saying that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, people were acting like forty thousand people were about to be in the dome and all this other shit. Whether they were joking or serious, it's on the internet, so I can't tell uh, a lot of the time, right? Mm-hmm. But it was. It just seemed like it was just this thing that just needed to happen. I'm here to say it could have been fucking anybody in the ring with Tessu Naito. That's where I was going to get at. Like, I don't know how much that story of of Sonata added to uh, the draw. But I do know that the roll call was the fucking draw. The number one draw. Like, regardless of the, you know, the they had the match at, in, um, in New Japan Cup last year, and he beat Naito, and he became the champion at uh, Sakura Genesis. He's been the champion the whole time, all that kind of stuff. It was an unsuccessful title run that was propped up. The only thing that was saving grace was that Naito was going to take it off him, and everyone was going to be super happy because he finally got to do the roll call. We knew what was going to happen. Like, look, I think what they did post-match for Sonata actually does help him uh, as a star in the future, but that has nothing to do with the walk-up. <laughs> <laughs> to the show none at all so so yeah i'm with you i'm with you they could have put anybody in there aside from okada in there and they would get that they would have got that 20 or damn near thirty thousand. yeah i'm with but you that reaction to osprey in the beginning that was like a thank you that was like a you've been here for eight years yep. we saw you grow up essentially yep. and you know we're here for you and we appreciate you and thank you and give us one more Yep. That's what it that's what it felt like. And it was like yep. a really, really special thing that I think Will Osprey should uh always remember. Um <laughs> and and you know, he did come out there dressed ridiculous. But you um, know Yeah, so the Jack the Ripper thing I I like it didn't work for me when Balor was doing it in NXT, you know, so whatever. But uh what I will say is that Osprey's not done with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but he's done as like, oh, this is number one, a, a, a place, right? And he's left the legacy behind. He's one of the all-time great gaijins. 
in, in the history of Japanese pro wrestling. And people aren't going to think about it in that way, but he absolutely is. Um, and we talked about AJ Styles, uh, you know, a few minutes ago. <sighs> He's one of the all-time greats. Like that, you look at that, that match guide from 2016 to now, it is filthy. It is absolutely filthy. He's had some of the greatest matches I've ever seen. And um, I feel like they did not get, they did not maximize what they had, his his, his tenure. They did not, they absolutely did not. It never um, let this man win a G1. Nope. They gave him that very brief IWGP title run yep. that happened well, in, I mean, two, he, he, in he, Square he in the middle neck. of the worst part of the pandemic. Yep. He never gets it back. Right. He's carrying around the fake belt or yep. whatever. Yep. For whatever. And then he never gets it back. Never even gets another shot at the thing. And they wasted his time the last couple of years. I'm going to say it. They wasted his time. And all this guy did was go around the world, be this great global ambassador. And it was like Will Ospreay. Every time he showed the AEW, it was like he was trying to wrestle his way off the island. That's what he was doing, it felt like. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, man, like, how much younger is this guy going to get? He's not getting no younger, especially like, you know, the the very physically taxing style. You talk about the, the match list that, that he submitted, and it's just like, they never wanted to go with him. That, that I just keep coming back to that, and this is more proof. And, and, the, and the sad thing, and the, and the sad thing is, is, like the person that, were, that was in his way was Jay White, and it's like we knew we knew what it was. Then it's like, bro, Osprey's better than him. Like, and no knock against Jay White, he's a great wrestler, but like, there's there is a ceiling that he just cannot reach that Will Osprey can because Jay because Will Osprey. Like since 2019, has probably been the best every performer in the world. Or not probably, has been, right? And it's like, okay, man, you keep doing this. And it's like, well, you know, this is Will Ospreay third from the top in the dome. And we just saw Jay White in the main event on his way out. Look and how they sent those two guys out. Yeah. Are you serious? Like, yeah. like, good. Like, I'm glad he, him and, you know, he got to have that match with Kenny Omega last year. Like, Arguably the greatest matches ever taking place in the dome, you know, and his reward. Nah, that's, year was, that's, that's Kenny Omega's second best match at best in the dome, but, but whatever. Like it's up there. Like, look, it, like there's so many things there. Osprey's done. That's been Russell Kingdom. Bro, other, everything like, in between has been amazing. Bro, his Tokyo Dome resume itself is fucking crazy. And all he got rewarded with now was getting pinned by a dude without abs. So like, <laughs> And David Finley, so like a dude that rejects a dude that completely rejects the notion of, of, <laughs> of being a Bullet Club leader with abs. Oh All the rest of them cut, shredded him. No. Oh my god. But um, <laughs> I wasn't gonna let you get that off. I'm like, look, man, that, that's that's, just, that's too mean. That's too I mean, mean. I mean, wait till we get to the main event. Um, oh, <laughs> but but yeah, like. Just how Will Ospreay kind of got done the last two and a half years, I'll say, you know, and maybe it's the the woe is Will Ospreay. He got to be the showcase match wherever he wanted in the world. They let him yeah. wrestle whoever. They let him do the Make a Wish thing when he's wrestling Mirafu. Yes, I understand all that. Yeah. But why didn't y'all get nothing out of it? Right. Like, like, how did it service New Japan Pro Wrestling to keep him like tucked away, like? 
him having these matches with like he had all these matches with like Yoda Suji, Shota Umino at the end of last year. The end of last year or was that end of two years ago? End of last year. Oh, and, okay. and like it was like legitimizing these guys. They don't let any of them beat him. Right. Or whatever. And they just like kind of like let these matches happen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're happening at the, the time of the year where it's like, all right, we're just waiting for the dome. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and it just felt like it, it should have been bigger. It should have been, you know, like James. Do you remember what Will Osprey did at um, at Dominion? Uh, because I don't. Should I have to pull it up? Hold on. What did he do at Dominion? I don't remember at all. I think didn't he have like a short mat? No, I'm thinking of a different year. Like, was he injured? Um, I don't think so. He fought Lance Archer. That was this year. That's okay. right. Yeah, I forgot about so that. that. That's the match I was yeah, thinking of. I thought a, it was, was a different that year. That was the finals to get to the uh, thing, right? That was the tournament, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, man, like he's had a, a lot of his booking has been, it's almost like they knew he was out, but I feel like the philosophy when you know someone is out, fucking maximize them until he walks out the door. Yeah, and I don't think they shit. did that. And they're letting him wrestle Okada next week at Battle in the Valley and all that. But I'm like, yo, they're gonna have less than two thousand people there. They're putting it on pay per view, and it's like, <laughs> they, they, it just feels like they took a odd. And I don't know whether they're clear. This stuff has to go through Tony Khan, like with this, and you know, I don't, I don't think most of this stuff would have had to go through Tony Khan. You know, dating back to last year, so I don't know what. You know the the situation is now, but I, I uh, it's been weird. Like they have not, like they have, you know, they spent all this time with, with you know Jay and with with Osprey, and they didn't, they didn't maximize either one of them on the way out. And it was apparent, like during the pandemic back in two thousand twenty, that both of them weren't going to leave. It was apparent, and they didn't maximize either one of them. Like if you want to say, well, they put. Jay in the dome, whatever. I was like, no, that man, that man left, and then didn't do a G one. Then came back to do the G one, and then, and then got the belt, or got the belt. Then did the G one, and then like, how, and then dropped it right back to the person that had it. Like, okay, yeah. whatever. That's like a one and one, you know. Like that's they did not, they they did not handle this well at all. And now their answers is like, oh, I guess now we'll go to Zack Sabre Jr. It's like, well, you could have did that. Four years ago, five years ago. Because they <sighs> good luck with Finley. David. I was like, good luck with David Finley. We gonna find is out. Real, is the real answer like you got to bring in more mocks? You got to get more mocks dates. Is that the real answer? No, he's not the answer because he's never gonna be yours, and he's like, oh, not I, young. I know, I know that, but is that? But do they know that? No, like, they, and they, they don't have. On, they don't have him under contract. Nah, he, they, those guys aren't under contracts, so like they need to find somebody that's like, they're on, they're like not, you would think maybe ELP or whatever. Rich, like they're not you would con- think they're not under contracts, but those are people that actually, that absolutely will and can be. And in, in, we just saw can be the 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 quote unquote international main event for the dome. Dan Finley's never going to be that. He's never going right. to be right. But I think those are different roles, though. Like what fair. Will Osprey was for New That's Japan, fair. and like what Moxley or Danielson would be, or now uh, 
what Kenny was last year. Like that's like you, that's your import guy. Like they need someone based there. And it seems like Saber's going to be in that role. Right. But, or splitting it with Finley. Yeah. Finley's not the guy they had Jay and Will. They they had Jay and Will in these spots as those two. They Mm -hmm. never made a feud with them. They never like they only fought each other that one time. Um, and, you know, it, it was like 2019 when Jay had just won the belt and Oscar was still a junior. Was still a junior. It was like yep. there was just there's just missed opportunities. But, you know, everything doesn't always happen. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, special singles match. Brian Danielson versus Kazushiko Okada. And um, Rich, like. I saw the I saw this match, and I was completely enthralled by it, and I loved basically every choice they made in the match. And I gave this thing I, I gave this thing uh, four and three quarters, and um, I thought for a second maybe five. I I love the story. I love the intensity. I love how nasty they both got. Um, and it made me realize like, this is why I like their style, both their styles of wrestling. Like it's just something about them and the way they build matches and the way they build anticipation and the way they subvert expectations, the way they come up with thoughtful things that in a way is like anybody could do this, but they think at a higher level or they put more thought into this than other people do. That's why this shit works so well. Like, the part where he, you know, throughout the whole entire match, and it's not even something big, it's like, throughout the whole entire match, like, Danielson just fucking up Okada's arm. Because this whole story is like, I broke my arm facing you, and like, I was embarrassed that I broke my arm, so I'm going to break your fucking arm in this match. And you can't, and you won't be able to do the Rainmaker. And it's a point in the match where like, you know, Danielson throws the kicks, and he sets up for the big buzzsaw kick. He sets up for buzzsaw kick, and Okada goes to block it, and he blocks with his bad arm, and then like, he he's so hurt by the fucking arm that he just left open and uh, and then Danielson just fucking blasts his head off again with the, with another kick because he's so much pain he didn't realize that like he has to block that he's in danger still. It was like I love this match and like the the thought of like you know obviously you know what it is like the he hits him with the rainmakers and he has to overcome the part where he, his arm is just fucked and he has to like fight through the pain of after hitting these rainmakers he has to make a quick cover to try to put this guy away and then the part where like. Okada is like so been gotten his ass beat so badly and he's so damaged or whatever else. He's like, all right, you've been getting nasty with me with these arm kicks and wear my arm out and lighten me up, whatever else. Take off this fucking eye patch. And he started booting him in the fucking eye. And I was like, they just getting nasty out there. I just I just I just love the match. I just love the match. And it's like This is this this kicked the ass of that match that happened in um in um in, in Russell Dream or whatever. It's kicked the ass of it, or Forbidden Door, whichever one it was. And it was like I, I enjoyed the hell out of this thing, and I, I it's, for me, it's the, I think it's the best match I've seen so far this year. It's early. It's not gonna it's not gonna end up being number one. Obviously, something's gonna surpass. It's gonna be some crazy shit that happens with Osprey, or whatever else. Osprey had like five match better than this, but I this is my favorite match of the year so far. I loved it. I liked it a lot. Um, however, actually, let me let me build it up a little bit before I knock it down. Um, <laughs> I thought the best thing kind of about this was just seeing these guys in this environment together on the other side, opposite sides of the ring, 
before they even make contact with each other. Danielson's mm-hmm. entrance. Um, I love his his gear. Um, I love the fact that you got the pyro and all that for the first time ever in his career. Uh, the slow motion video that's come out around it, I think, is just one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. Okada with the fucking laser jacket and shit, yes. like. Man, bro, I, I, I like I don't know if flopping colors bro. like young drill switches Chevy paint. Yes. Bro, like I think it was like a thing. If you got what the fuck he was trying, you thought it was cool, but if you didn't get it, you were like, huh? But if you did get it, you were like, yo, that shit is crazy. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, I thought they they told a really, as you m- mentioned, like a really like simple story of that, but I feel like this thing would have worked better with Danielson like in the straight babyface role rather than beating up the bigger larger Okada more like Okada in control more like you know him fucking dancing up down from underneath I get you and there's definitely a story it, in that I just think that I don't go go with your point go ahead, go ahead. yeah and it is just like it didn't like when I see Brian Danielson Kazushka Okada I'm thinking flat out one of the greatest matches of all time Mm-hmm. And I don't think they had that. And it, it was just I like, know. it was like a great match on like a given year, I feel like. And it was just like, I didn't like vi- viscerally get into the match like that. It was just like, all right, there's a lot of like, there was some exhibitionism, I think, like with some of the stuff and, you know, the just very simple things. Like, mm-hmm. but this wasn't like the mind blowing match that I would have looked for. I didn't feel like. Danielson really challenged Okada to rise to that level. They did something different, like as far as like um, you mean Okada from was a almost, technique standpoint, or you mean like from a will standpoint? Like from a will standpoint, like a will to win standpoint, like um, from like I'm challenging your wrestling acumen, your ability. Like I'm challenging you just well to be better than you, or whatever. Like so, this was like something else. So for me, the story was. Like they tried to wrestle on the mat, and Danielson quickly took advantage. He's a better technical wrestler, and then he started. Then he proceeded to once he got the, the advantage in the match was to beat his ass and break his arm. And then Okada was like, "Fuck, he's breaking my arm. I gotta, I gotta come up with ways to get out of this. Otherwise, he's gonna break my fucking arm." That's that's what I thought the match like. It was choosing tactics, right? Like, you know, Danielson when he wrestled other guys that are like high technique guys, like you know, um, Drew Gulak or. Um, someone like a like Hell Saber last year, he will he will lose the points of the the mat the mat and chain wrestling to prove, to put over that that dude's a bad motherfucker. And then also his his change in tactics is, but he can't kick like me, so I'll just kick the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Like so for me, like I thought that was a cool part of the the, the, the tactics thing was like they're starting this match. Danielson is just just having his way with him technically, and then. From there, he now wants to, now he's proved his point. He's now trying to punish him because he's embarrassed about the arm breaking thing. And like, I thought, you know, personally, um, like the story, they lucked into the story completely, like of the arm, like what they end up getting into, where they're, you know, they're in the, they're in um, knuckle locks and they start throwing forearms or whatever else. And it's like Okada's bad forearm going up against like Dangles' bad eye with the eye patch. I was like, that was, they lucked into that. And by luck, I mean a motherfucker I was gonna say, bone. Look, I was going to say, I I almost wonder what the alternate timeline is if they both come in healthy, healthy or sans injury. And it's like, what would the ceiling have been then almost? Mm-hmm. And um, I thought Okada was very emotive in this match. I thought his selling was awesome. I thought his selling was like phenomenal that. in this match. Like he, like, he was in agony. 
like this is probably the best selling I've seen from someone in New Japan this year. No, like, I didn't see the G1 this year, so, so y'all did say like, what, what, what about these, these five matches? Like, I never see the G1 this year. Uh, but like the way that Hiroma was selling his leg against uh, Eagles last year um, in their title match early in the year, I was like, this is like the best selling of, of a limb damage I've seen in New Japan uh, that I've seen so far. And, and, and like since then, I, I just loved it. Like I thought that like Danielson had that man on the brink of, of tapping out in the dome to this white man, and he just like at the end, he's like, "I ain't gonna do it. I ain't fin- I'm not letting down Nihon. Not doing it." And then that man, that man had to, that man had to, you know, reach into his inner Anoki and fight back, and then he beat that man ass. I, I, I really enjoyed the match. I, lo- I love the match. Like, Give I the, thought this was perfectly executed. I thought it was a perfectly executed story for what they were going for. The, this ended kind of with a rainmaker and kind of like a quick ending. There wasn't like really like a huge like back and forth finishing sequence or That's anything true. like that. And I was like, kind of waiting for it, but they didn't do that. So Danielson doesn't um, really do that these days. Yeah, like you look at his, yeah. you go through his, um, his, uh, his C two run. There's not too many of these like bag and floor flurries of, of, of a crazy closing stretch. It's more like somebody has their has their flame extinguished and they're done and it's over. Yeah, Dave went five and a quarter on this. I thought he was out of his mind That's for that, high. but. And also that's uh, and also that's like what the third time he's ever gone five in a corner any match ever. Yeah, you know, I, you know, that, you know, it's always it's like that magical go over five thing is like it's always five or five and a half or higher. It's never like those five and a quarters. There's like three of them ever. It's, 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 amazing, it's amazing how that's worked over these you know thirty years. Actually, I think there's more than I think there's more than you think by this point. All but right, for I'm, a while, I'm that go that's stood up right now. And yeah, to see. But yeah, yeah, I'm, ahead, I'm pretty sure FTR got one last year with um, Jay White and Juice Robinson. Okay. Um, I think um, I think these guys like think I don't know of the chemistry was. I, I feel like they each have better opponents, yeah, um, yeah, and it was just like maybe this came like. I don't know if it came too late necessarily because it wasn't like they're not like I wasn't expecting to be athletically wowed in this match or whatever. And I don't know. Maybe I was looking for something different, but um, I think, you know, for like you mentioned what they were going for. It was awesome. Like it it was like just high the the I think this is a wrestling school match. Um, Like (laughs) like you show this like to be like, hey, you can do this. All you have to do is learn to think and structure the way they do or whatever but like this isn't like i don't think you show them and be like yo you'll never be that like like this is not one of those like, right 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 it's not osprey it's not osprey omega it's not like uh Hiromu and osprey it's not like shingo and osprey i keep saying osprey a lot right like it's not like you know kenny omega and naito right where it's like what like yeah. you're doing such dangerous shit like they, like you, it would be irresponsible for you, for you to like show someone this and be like, yeah, do you just copy these moves? Like, nah, man, then you're gonna end up in the fucking ER or you gonna fuck up, end up fucking dead, you right? Will die. Like, like yeah, bro, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just, just go ahead and copy that Masao Kabashi match where uh, where Masao gives that man a tiger suplex off the vert off the horizontal ramp and Kabashi lands right on the back of his fucking head. Like, no, you'll you'll die, you'll die. Oh man, um, but yeah, um, main event. Tessu Unito versus Sonata um, for right, the IWGP so, World Heavyweight Title. Rich, so you know, there's been a lot of t- there's been a lot of talk, or not a lot. Of talk, it pops up every 
every blue moon, every two months, about that someone, so, someone's look, and whether they like a star, they like an athlete, like a wrestler, whatever the fuck, and, and it, for this fake fighting that we watch, and then someone always gives that number of, you know, the counter counterfactual, all these people that were successful, people that, that this person actually does like, and there's a, well, the answer is always, well, well, I actually like those, but I don't like this one, so I use this as an excuse. It's like, all right, man. Uh, there's somebody I'm going to show pro wrestling to pretty soon. And like, they have no reference for any of this shit, especially Japanese wrestling. And I'm going to just show them like these two walking down the aisle and like, which one do you think is the star or whatever else? And I'm, 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 I'm pretty much willing to bet, uh, diamonds, the dog shit that it'd be like, Oh, this is not a guy. He like, classically handsome guy, chiseled, great, great jacket, the colors and all that stuff. Other guy, they turn the nice, volume off while other, you do that too. Other guy, other guy, nice suit or whatever else, but like not, you know, wild hair, else. yeah, bad hair, whatever, whatever. But it's like this is going to show you that like when people talk about that like looks the part thing, that's a great way to get through the door. But you got to show the, them the entrances on mute. Make sure you show them on mute. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it's in Jap- it's in Japanese. They only know what they're saying, right? Whatever. But nah, like, we we don't need the crowd noise. Nothing like because okay, if you hear that enough, reaction, you're like, enough, oh, that enough, guy. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll do that. I'll do that. But it's like, look, uh, if you know, like I said, like the, the the look stuff or whatever else, like that's a good way to get through the door. But that don't get you into people's hearts. Naito has gotten into people's hearts, and he is continuously has done that. For years, like ever since the LIJ thing popped off and they came in as hills or whatever, they, they did the hill stuff, whatever else. And he was anti-authority, anti-authority, whatever else. And the part where Gato has waited and waited and waited and some car, and you can argue he kind of passed the argue, like if not for the stupid pandemic, you can argue he passed the peak. The, the, the pandemic saved his after saying he passed the peak per like what? Like we're here now and um, this match. For a match that, like, you know, has Sonata, someone that I think is technically a, a, a great wrestler, someone that I just think, like, he just is missing, like, this over-the-top charisma, and if it was there, he would be, he could be at the level of a top guy in New Japan, but he's not, so he's he's been where he's been. I'm watching this match, and maybe I'm not giving it his fair due because, like, I got a phone call while watching. I'm not good at being able, and I'm not a good multitasker. So I'm not good at, like, being able to pay attention halfway at stuff. But I'm watching the match, and in the last half of the match, they're fucking up one out of every six things they try. And then at the end, um, Sonata goes for his, for his finish after he already hit it one time. Naito slips. He hits Sonata's finish on him. Then he gets Sonata up, hits a sheer drop brain buster, and then he hits a dis, uh, like probably like the fourth Destino in the match for and gets to win after he throughout the whole entire match, Naito just went to work on that neck like usual, right? And I mean he even hit the, the inverted Destino too in the match. Right. And I was like, well, Naito just better than him. He just better than him, he beat him, and that's the end of it. Go to hell. Like, it wasn't it wasn't all that dramatic to me. Like you know, Sonata got to run like three moves, and then he went up for the uh for the the moonsault. But Naito got knees up. But it's like it was very in a way it wasn't as I don't think it was as good because I don't think it was as as uh put as smooth as uh the Haramu and Desperado match. But it was like very similar. It was like this the champion came in, the champion was not good enough. The champion got their ass whooped by the better challenger. 
that night. And because the better challenger, because the challenger had better tactics. And just they fucked up. And a set lot to the game plan and won. And I was like, hey man, whatever. Great match. Is it an all-time classic? Fuck no. Great match. And Knight took us through the roll call. And then and then well, the, hold on. All right, go ahead. Hold on before you do that. They fucked up a lot of shit. Understatement. Yeah. And it was just like I was and watching. None of it, it was like and none of it was like some like botcha media. It'll end up on like, you know. It'll end up on like Twitter to be laughed at or whatever else, like how it happens on AEW or WWE all the time. But it was like these two have been too good for too long to be and have too much chemistry and rust too many times with and against each other to be fucking up stuff like this in the biggest match of one of their careers. It it just yeah. it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um and Sonata came out there dressed like, you know, in his KG Muto uh, you know, tribute uh gear, but I'm, I'm, I think I've seen enough uh, of the Muto uh, referent deference now, and I, I'm good off all that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't ask much. If I know it's you know it's almost irresponsible to ask for and demand all time classics, right? On requ- upon request, mm-hmm. but if I can't ask for that in the main event of the Tokyo Dome. When can I ask for it? Was like, better, was this better than last year's Okada and Jay White match? I don't know. I don't think it was. Obviously, I don't know. Like, I, I, like, Probably the same level. It's, it's a better. It's a better fan reaction or whatever else, of course, because uh, it's Jay White in there and, and not Sonata. But I don't recall Jay White and Okada fucking stuff up to that degree. And that, and that match was short. And that the match was longer too. So I, you know, whatever. Yeah, like I, I think I want a little bit more in four and a quarter in the main event of the dome. I'm just saying, like, four and, and I, I went ahead and gave him, gave him the four and a quarter, and was, was nice like, you, it was nice to you because I'm not sure if I want to give him that quarter. You know, I'm I, not sure I, I, I give him that quarter. I gotta, re- I gotta rewatch it. I gotta rewatch it. But I was uh, like. 2024. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna be nice. Actually, let me double check the notebook. Let me make sure. Yeah, yeah. I want four, four and a quarter. Uh, it actually is 8.41 on cage match. Oh, so you, so that def, that shit definitely won, won the four star match, or definitely won the four and a quarter. Because you know they, you know, the Naito wins. Look, they, you know, sometimes they they be like they be acting like it's 9.7 and shit like that. Like yeah, I'm like, all right, man, we're yeah, what are we doing yeah. here? But so. um, yeah, I, I think this just proves that we were right about Sonata. He ain't got it. He, and apparently they're going to keep this thing going. I don't know why, for who, for what. Um, it sucks that he ain't got it because, like, I, I, I really enjoy, like, I really enjoy what he can do. Hey, but you it's, can it's enjoy just not him. consistent enough. He just not like he's hey, consistently you, inconsistent. You you can enjoy him for the global, for the never, <laughs> for the tag. Just um, at the IWGP. No, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. It ain't there. I, yeah, I agree. I was like, remember, I said when we did the preview when this first, when the whole, when most of the car got announced, I was like, hey, man, you got to have the best match of your career or you can't be at this level ever again. And he, he this, this isn't even one of his, this is one of his best matches, even, even by his standards. No, nah, can't do it. Can't <laughs> yeah. be here ever again. Can't be on this level ever again. Yeah. They didn't care about him. It was a 90 10 split to be generous. Naito, Do you remember like, the beginning of the match? The beginning of the match bro. when they start, you know, bell rings, Naito, Naito, and bro, him, Sonata, meaning him, and Red Shoes are looking at each other, and like, Sonata's on this side of him, of Red Shoes. Naito's on this side. 
he looks over at Sonata and goes, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Decides that man. So disrespectful. So disrespectful. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. They were there for one thing, and that's a testament to how much people love that man. Like, I don't love him like that, but he fucking. He he's in the hearts of of, of men, as they say. Um, but yeah, we got to the post match, and I, I, James, I was confused. I was like, "Does this count as a roll call?" Like, I, you talking about like after? Even in my after Sonata made the save. No, just on like what happened. So like, if, if, like obviously they do the the evil runs in after the match. Jumps him. I fucking start dying laughing. I'm like, and then I'm like crying on the inside. I'm like, no, are they gonna? This is their excuse. Are they gonna like try to roll this shit over again? No, For another two, three, four years. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Sonata saves him. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, all right. When's he gonna call the rest of the guys out? And he never does. But I'm like, all right. So nah, he just calls the roll the call was just to shout out their names. That was, I was always, like, that, that was always. I was like. This is not walking them down one by one, them all like taking a bow together, like no, just calling their names. What kind of sucker shit is this? Like, well, well <laughs> like, I bro, think it, I think it's, it's good enough for them. Hey, I, if it's good enough for them, right. that's fine. But I thought the roll call was something else. I thought it was fitting because Lij don't ever save each other, so why would he come out now? But I'm saying, like, call them out, like, like, but like, something like they didn't lose no debilitating matches, like they didn't, they didn't me, get, they didn't get carted off like Kotobushi or some shit, like, no, nah, man, like I was like, what the fuck? You see, hold on, like I see Zach saying they lost, like who is they? Like Bushi didn't lose, Bushi wasn't even on the card. <laughs> Bushi fresh as hell. Um. They did. They didn't lose, but like you can still walk out injured. We've seen people walk out injured all the goddamn they time. I'm gonna say they, they could have walked to the top of the dome, threw the fucking the fist ramp. up, yeah. and, I, and then like let him like something. Like I was like, I didn't. I didn't think of it, but like for me, the internal logic is they never come out and save each other when they're getting beat down by miles yeah. of torture. So why would they come out now to celebrate? What's more? What's more important? Get 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 these get these evil motherfuckers off of beating my ass, or come out there and put, put a fist in the air. They just, they, they, I don't. Here's the real thing. Why are they so? Why were? Why was the roll call such a big deal when it clearly they ain't that close of friends? Even want to save each other from getting beat down or from one to uh, celebrate. If it's good enough for them, it works. They like it. I love it. Right. I maybe I just misunderstood the, the premise of the thing Ooh, because I was like, that, Black Saber Jr. asked a good question. Lij ain't help. Maybe Naito the problem. But here's the thing though. They don't be saving. They don't be saving Hiromu or Chingo either. They just begin to ask us what. Like you, y'all better fight. Like, yeah. like, like, what? What is even the benefit of being at Lij? Like, we ain't got your back. You, no, we, you no, go yeah, out we, there. Yeah, we, we got your back in a tag when Bushi finna take the pin in an eight man. Like yeah. that shit. Look, if we ain't booked together, sorry, yeah, brother. Like, yeah. <laughs> One thing we did miss. Um, Nick Nemeth. Came out yeah. during Wrestle Kingdom, the sure former did. Dolph Ziggler, uh, yeah. um, yep. and I like how they did this. Like they brought him out there with his brother before the tag match, right? So you're thinking, okay, maybe they're a team, whatever. But they just kind of let him sit there, and you kind of forget about him, or whatever. Yeah. 
but he's still sitting there. Like you'll see with the camera cut, they fucking have the you know the the fucking junior match after. Like I, I think it was mass fraud they did this, and then at you know David Finley wins, and they get the angle going with with him and uh, Dolph. Crowd didn't know who he was. I think they know who he was. No, no, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. for yeah. sure. Um, and it was like I thought they did a good brawl at the end, and yep. you know. It ain't like Ziggler can't fight or whatever. Right, right. So I, I saw a clip of like when they went to the back and fought like during the in front of the presser, and I like I saw a couple seconds of it. it looked good, but I didn't watch much of it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like it 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 looked it was a good angle. It was a good angle. It, it wasn't Kia Me and Okada from last year, but it was a good angle. Ziggler, Nemeth, whatever you call him, forty three years old. Yep, but doesn't look like it. Still in right. phenomenal shape. Right probably fresh to an extent because he it ain't like he's been you know asked to do much uh of late um i think this could be an exciting environment for him i think so too and i'm glad that he's doing this because like i imagine he's gonna be on strong now and like he's this is a better place for him like impact seems too low AEW doesn't need him this is a nice spot for it to be like, do you really want to do pro wrestling or do you just want to be in WWE for forever and keep cash and checks like you seem to have been doing since like 2019, 2018, something like that, right? This is a nice test for him. Um, so He's working I, the New Beginning Tour. So Yeah, so this is a nice test yeah, for him. Whatever else. There's, people that, there's people that he knows. He, I'm sure he's met TJP. I'm sure, you know, obviously, you know, Rocky and all that kind of stuff. Like, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I um I'm positive on this, right? Because like obviously he's always been a very good wrestler. So like you know put him in there with Finley. Let's see what Finley see what Finley if he can get Finley anything. Let's see. Y'all y'all tweets uh that from years ago when y'all was just saying uh it, Dolph Ziggler would be Kenny Omega if he was in New Japan. All right, look, we gonna see it. I never heard of that. Oh, he, or he or Kenny Omega is just Dolph Ziggler. Oh oh yeah, I remember I... them all. I, I remember them all. We gonna see. I, look, I'm not rooting against Nick Nemeth or anything, but I'm rooting against y'all. Like, <laughs> all right, so, so, so on, back on back to my shit, right? Um, so Nick and Ryan Nemeth both showed up. Yeah. What is their tag team name? Do they have a tag team name yet? Uh, the brothers, the brothers Nemeth. Okay, I demand that their tag team name is Nemesis. I demand it. Yes, yes. You're not going to come up with anything better than Nemesis. Uh, th- that's it. The Nemeths? Fuck that. You're Nemesis. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that was Rust Kingdom. I thought it was, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed the show, man. I really enjoyed the show. It took me uh, multiple days to watch it, but I really enjoyed the show. And, um, like, I'm looking forward to what they got to do with these young guys that they, you know, had Sonata beat in the G1 block last year, in the A block. They got a, they got a, one of them four got to spring up this year. One of them got to win a New Japan Cup. You know, one of them got to make a G1 final, some some shit like that. They they got to make sure that these three, the three of those four do not fall through the cracks. James, check your, uh, your, your Twitter DMs. Oh, God. You know, this is not something, something that I invented just now. This is years this is years in the making. 2019, 2019. Yeah, that's 
2020. Look, we gonna see it. You really mad at them five people, huh? I saw it. This, this I how, saw it. See the algorithm, man. It gets you. It I saw thrives it. Off, it thrives off negativity. You I feed, saw it. You I saw feeding the monster. You feeding the I monster. I saw him being negative, and, and I wrote it down, and and, uh, and so did Kenny apparently because we've seen it last five years. <laughs> so I hope I hope um, Nick never has a chance to prove all these people right. Oh man, uh, how how what's what time we got, James? Because we got lots of questions. And it's eleven fourteen. We're an okay. hour and twenty minutes in. Okay, hour twenty. Um, can yeah, we blaze 20. through AEW Dynamite because there was like All right. some stuff yeah. that happened? I thought it was a good show. I thought it was a good yeah. show. I mean, it feels like it happened two weeks ago when I saw it, but it was a good show. Yeah, yeah, we're we're all the way up against the clock. I think um, Kanosuke Takeshita and Darby Allen. That's my favorite match of this year. <laughs> it's my so second far. favorite match of the year, <laughs> bro. It's a okay. Objectively speaking. It's objectively speaking, it's probably the best match I've seen so far this year. Objectively speaking, like I would say, the two best matches I've seen this year will be that match and also Shuri versus Mayu uh, from One Four. But after that, but but yeah, man, they're and they're totally they're two totally different matches, but they're both like the the violence is is just like on a different level than the other matches I've seen so far this year. It's like right. they're out here beating each other the hell up, and like the stuff that Darby and Takeshi were doing was like I never thought of that. Why would you even think of that? You guys are sickos. That shit was like just rolling up and down the, the fucking uh, rent, uh, ramp, German suplexing each other. Some of the suplex, he just hit him with some of the nastiest suplexes I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, Rich, we got that on TV. I know what I saw in that fucking eight man. No, and, Rich, and then it was we like, got it on TV. Why? I know. We are so, like, Melzer says it's every blue moon. I don't listen to most as much as I have in like compared to uh, last year's compared to other years, but like, bro. He's right in this particular uh, instance. I don't recall a time seeing a match like that that was that outrageous where, like, it wasn't... that was in, in America, where, like, you, it wasn't behind some sort of paywall or on some special episode of television or on some special, like, Clash of Champions shit. Like, the only thing I can think of really is, like, stuff like, you know, the Sean and... The Sean and uh, Cena match or whatever else, right? And I won't even watch it at that point in time when, when the shit like that happened, right? But it's like... I can't believe we got a match like that. That like, if it happened on a WWE review, we talk about that shit for like two years, and that shit just a rent just just happened like because it got previewed in a Road to All Star, not a Road to, but like an All Star uh, Grand Prix, not even Grand Prix, like an All Star Pay Per View tag, tag match. And they're like, hey, they're really good together. So let's do this match for singles. And then like, you know, sure enough, after I said it, like Jay or not Jay, but um, uh, who was it? Uh. Uh, Sammy and uh, Ricky were really good together at the end of that match. Like, they're going to have a match t- th- tomorrow, right? Yep. Like, it, it's almost as if, like, the booker said, we're going to do this just to preview this stuff. It's almost like that is storytelling, but people don't accept that here because, like, that's what they do over in Japan. And then, like, they're, and, and, you know, people like, like, Kichi Marshall. Yes, they, 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 yeah, like they they just like, hey man, this is this is to paraphrase Katy Perry, like, hey man, I don't like when my wrestling is all quote all Japanesey. So like, I don't know, man. Like this was fine. I I, I like how they set somebody this stuff up and like it gave you something, a taste. And now they're doing these matches awesome. And I hope that like you nah, know Jane. Sammy and uh, Ricky and, uh, Ricky kill it 
tomorrow. I really do. You know, we need somebody to get hit by a car first. We need somebody to um, say the Chinese food is too spicy. You know, we need somebody to spill coffee on somebody. They can, maybe they perhaps can feud over shampoo. You know, maybe they can just go to good old fashioned racism. You know, maybe you know. That, I, see that, now. That's, see, See now, in, see now with NJF and we were just talking about Takeshita. I don't know if that will, if you're talking about AEW or WWE. I I, I don't I, ah I, I the don't mark know. of a good sign, the mark of a good joke. Yeah. But um, yeah, this Darby and Takeshita shit out of this world. It was incredible, and like I don't know how. Hey man, I know he said he's straight edge. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Bro, he is taking some of the nastiest bumps I've ever seen. That man's like that nigga's called the Undertaker the Phenom. No, that nigga Darby Allen is the Phenom. Like look, I know that <laughs> I know that given that he's like a buck forty, I know that given that he's that small, like the impact isn't nearly as bad. But like, bro, he's taking some of these bumps where it's like, Only like him and Kota Bushi are only men that I'm that like I expect to get up for some of this stuff. That's it. And Kota Bushi ain't getting up from we, this shit no like that no more, is he? We gonna talk about Kota Bushi later. I think we're gonna have to eulogize Kota Bushi, James. It's over. Like, and not even like you watched that match. I watched the match. Now, 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 Rich, you know me. Like when the people that I've held at high esteem, I don't watch them when they when they and they clearly out here on their on their Willie Mays like as a Met you know era. Like after Kobe tore his Achilles, I watched I think two games. And you know, one of them games was his last game when he scored sixty, right? Like and it was grooving and it was grooving him to Kobe. So like I, I ain't trying to watch you know people that I like. I really enjoy watching just be shells on themselves. I don't really do that. It's, it's not fun. Like when I heard that Kota Bushi match was 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 awful, and I saw clips of it, I was like, "Why would I watch this?" And you watched it. What's I watched it. You, you I, I, I'll talk. So, somebody asked a question about it, so I'm gonna save it for then. But okay, yeah, it's a lot, man. Like, uh, All right, moving on with uh, Dynamite. Mariah May debut with uh, against Queen Emanata. Um Mariah May is going to take over American women's wrestling. I don't know about take over be the best, but like she's gonna be at the top. She's gonna be one of the top wrestlers. Yeah, if that if this is what they let her do, um, if they figure out a a good resolution to her in um, Tony, yeah, she will she will be a uh, at the top of that division and therefore at the top of women's arm wrestling that way. Yeah, at, at the top, like she she might not be the best in any given year, but. She would be someone that's being running and to be in like P- top tens of PWIs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I say that simply because like she She's got over more. She got over <laughs> more in one match, I think, than Sky Blues got over in like seventy. Um, Play the video, Rich. The, the fact that she's willing to hit somebody and like the the contact and then like. She already has them like going crazy for her already, James. Right, just off the the look and you know the promos and being on Twitter. She's got a bubbly Twitter personality and stuff like that. But now that people see that it's actually real between the ropes, like they don't have to lie. Like how they be making some of the stuff look funny with some of the the other people that you know people try to lift up. The and Sky say Blues are good and the Julia Hart's and the Abaddon's and the Alexa Blisses and yeah. It's gonna make all that shit look like cap, and be like, oh, we don't, 
you know, this ain't the same, you know, and it, you know, so we watch her in Stardom plenty. Yeah, like imagine if they drop like her versus. Imagine if they brought in like Niagara Driver, cover your ears. Imagine if they brought in like Ano and so like, hey, do what y'all did in the fucking Grand Prix. Oh out yeah, here. Like, <laughs> like people would be like, "What did I just watch?" They would look right. at them like aliens were in the ring, James. Right, and that's the point where we begin that when we watch this stuff. It's like you see the reaction she got. Like this, that's not that's not like some one of her best matches. Like her just wrestling out there, wrestling hard. That's all. That's all. That's a regular like past the thir- or into the third and above match on her go to go to show or go home or sorry, uh, road to show in stardom. Like that's what it is. That match, like that kind of action, that's what you see. That's why we watch it. That's why we tell you, like, hey man, this is levels to this thing. So yeah, man, like it was really fun. And also, like, uh, Queen Amanada, we should yeah. Queen Amanada, don't know what Final her situation row. is, but uh, like I saw she was ring on her uh this week or on the taping, whatever else. Uh, you know, she's another person that, you know, um wrestled Unagi a bunch of times on the indies, whatever else, also went over to I think it's Tokyo Pro or Mar no Marvelous, it's actually Marvelous. And like, yeah, like She's someone that should be signed. I want somebody. I want people in the women's division to hit. Right. You know, and it's soft shit. Like if your whole thing is you want attractive women or whatever else, cool. Those two handle both of those. They they beat the shot of each other. They're throwing each other around, and they're both attractive as hell. Look, look, pick a side. You can can do both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Literally, pick a side. Pick pick which one. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's so weird when it comes to the women's wrestling thing. Where it's like the idea that one they have to be super attractive to be the, to even deserve to be on television in these people's eyes, right? And it's like, okay, that sucks. That that's how you feel. And like, there are plenty of attractive women that are good at pro wrestling. So what are we doing here? What? Well, so what's not computing? I don't get it. Whatever. Um, what else do we have? We had. Uh, oh, 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 before we move on, before we move on, what did you decide about? Uh, we, we you praising, had a, you have we something just, for me to we play. Praise, we were just praising uh, Queen Amanada and Mariah May, and then you know, I, I, you know, you talked about it like she got more over in one match than all of them fucking Sky Blue matches, and sure enough, there was no match women's match announced for Collision. So what does that mean? And you know what that means? Sky Blue is going to be on collision. Sure enough, she was. So, Rich, play that video I sent you, please. All right. You've already seen this video. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that is great. Bro, I've, um, I, I, I am sick today. She's on. She's on dynamite tomorrow, right? She's and in that eight woman tag. Yep, and she's she got the she, she got the front place on the uh, graphic too. She's a tag wrestler at this point, so like that's fine, right? Like we've noticed, we figured that out with her and Julia Hart. They're both tag wrestlers at this stage in the game, so I don't, I don't problem her being a tag match. When you keep putting her in fucking singles match, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to start using this online. I'm, you That's put her great. in a singles match, I'm put, or three way match, or whatever else. I'm putting her on this. I'm putting that on. Enough. Cut the shit. Like, what are we doing? Someone needs to explain this to me. Like, I have, I, I've talked about why what I think is going on. Yeah, but 
I need the official like word on this. Like, I, if that's I, what I you're, think I'm going to try to get it. If that's what you're doing, fine. Find better people to do that with. Um. Yeah. So there was a main event of uh, Swerve Strickland and Daniel Garcia. Um, like is, that, is that what they think it is? They think that she's female Daniel Garcia. Like we keep we keep putting her in this spot over and over and over, people will eventually gravitate to him because. But it's like you've got a part where like Daniel Garcia is really fucking good. Well, like the bell rings, and he's really fucking good consistently. Well, what? Unfortunately, I don't think women's wrestling is evaluated the same way, and it's unfortunate. Maybe it should. We've been um, our point all along. <laughs> um. Yeah, so like, so Swerve and uh, Garcia had main event. Uh, this whole thing uh, ended up with, with Swerve, you know, getting the win. Uh, there was a cool part in the match with Garcia and Prince Nana finally facing off after literally dancing around each other for months or in the the zeitgeist of the promotion. And um, I thought that shit was really fun. Fun. And when I when I want to laugh in pro wrestling, I want to laugh like that. This shit made my day. <laughs> this, shit, this shit was so stupid, but it was so great. Like, it's like, this is why I always talk about, like, pro wrestling is so fucking stupid, but it's also awesome when it's so fucking stupid, because it's shit like that. It's like, they're in the middle of a fucking title, not title, they're in the middle of a match in the main event, and all of a sudden, one person that has a dance, the other one has a dance, so they meet together, and like, the, the second they meet, the second the camera caught both of them in frame, the whole crowd, crowd perked up as if it was like a rumble, and it's two, and it's like the big show and Kane or big show Andre meeting, they're like, yes. oh, it's two giants, it's like, oh, they both dance, we're fucking stupid fans, and, and we were like loving this, and I'm like, I love this too, wrestling is so simple, why do people have to try to convolute it with all this other shit, just got in the way, yeah, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. It was so stupid and so fun. Yeah. Swear got to win with a house call, JML combo. Yep. Um, and this kind of was like the backdrop for what happened after the match where we got Hangman Page coming back pissed off. Uh, and he actually did an interview before. He ran into Daddy Magic in the hallway. More Who? In- increase uh, facial hair. Uh, Hangman, Page ra- ra- Hangman Page ran into uh, you mean Daddy Magic. Oh, you stupid. Bro, look that look. That man showed up with that beer, and I was like, all the stuff about like, if he wants to get a run to get the belt back this year, that that beer is a good touch. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm believing it at that. It feels like he's a little, you know, he had kind of like like it's a whole different kind of vibe about him. Uh, and shout out to Trisha Sarah, like, this one worked on the women's. Like, I think the women's is signed up for the beard. I did not know that, but I assumed. And that's yeah. why I said what I said. Like, it, right. yeah. <laughs> it is, like, if you want to roll with that belt again, that beard's a nice touch. You know, um, and he comes out, charging out for Swerve, and, like, you know, right back to it, essentially. And then um, yep. They, uh, you know, had uh, Slugfest kind of, they all kind of got broke up. Bunch of security geeks everywhere, Swerve holding up the two. Well, I whooped you twice. I'll do it again. Um, the show opened essentially with um, Samoa Joe. And then these guys have all kind of been in the orbit. Right now, it looks like 
because they're both accused of being the devil at certain points too. Yeah, it, it looks like, like I have nothing. Like I don't know. Anything. And they both went face to face with MJF. But, you know, doing the whole <laughs> thing of the devil thing. Yeah, feels like there's a three way match coming. Uh, yeah, I can see that with Hangman, Swerve, and Joe maybe, uh, or a singles. You know, between either combo. Um, but I, I saw some people wondering, quote unquote, why they were going back to this uh, so early. I'm like, I don't think they killed a few dead. They only wrestled each other twice. Of course, one of them was obviously one of the most violent, incredible matches you've ever seen. But I don't think that's a uh, pass to keep them away from each other forever. Um, not when like the Judgment Day wrestles Cody nine weeks in a row, twelve weeks in a row, and no one says shit. I, I, I didn't. I I wasn't even comparing the to the promotions and their and their ideas of having this. My whole point was my whole thought was like they had the match. And after the match, the separation was the C2. Right. And also, Hangman said, I'm not done with you. You want the title, and I'm going to make sure you. He didn't say, like, I know what you. He said, I know what you want. I'm going to make sure my last dying breath, you never get it. He was talking about the title. What has Swerve been going after, been talking about going after the last two weeks on TV? The title. So why would they not end up around each other after he. Page just foreshadowed a couple weeks ago that he's going to make sure he doesn't get to it. That's why. That's how they got brought together. Like I lost. He's, he's, I remember. He's. I remember. Like Hangman says on the lines of like, "I'll never get what you did, but I've lost this part of the battle." Which means we're not done. And now that you're going after what you want, I'm going to make sure you don't get it. Hangman Page is a hater, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's like I'm gonna make sure you don't get this shit. I fucking hate you. That's real wrestling. Real, you know. Like, yeah. That's what it takes. Like the bitter, the bitter pettiness. Yes, vengeful, spiteful. Yes, this is what we want. Let them wrestle five times. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we're talking about you know match seven between these two, and you know. Oh. I mean, I don't know if we'll get to it, but like maybe next week we'll talk about a match seventy. It's probably going to need to happen in the next uh, couple months. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Adam Cole explained the whole devil thing and basically uh, unveiled the group. And man, this felt like I was like, all right, they showed some more Joe in the beginning, and then they brought these dudes out here, and I was like, you know, I don't, I don't find an explanation necessary, Adam. Y'all can just hang out and we're all black together. Fine by me. Do whatever you want. I don't even need to know why you did it. I'm happy you did it. I I don't care. You, you say you gave Wardlow new life. You had Roddy not looking in the wheelchair no more. MJF, the belt's off him. Y'all good in my book. I have no problem with you gentlemen. So don't even worry. You can skip the explanations. You can skip the long out, long diatribe to trying to make it all tied. I don't need any of it personally. Y'all can just, you know, go be devilish, you know. Ultimately, he tried, but you can't you can't make these dots connect because like we know the history. We talked about this before, but like we're past the point of any Adam Cole in some in uh Adam Cole not only does it make not sense for Adam Cole to want to work with Samoa Joe based off of them playing on the NXT lore of Joe choking him out every other week during the pandemic. 
you have the Wardlow not want to work with Joe because they were tag teams. They were a tag team, and then Joe betrayed him and cut off his hair, and Wardlow's hair was long because it was a tribute to his dead dad, and they never had closure on that. Then you throw in the part where it's like, the whole next strong thing started because Samoa Joe choked out and fucked up Roger Strong and put him in a wheelchair. There are three people in the same faction that would rap that should rather let that should rather uh not piss on Joe and let him burn than let him be the champion. <laughs> but they're all a faction and they're all conspired to get the belt onto Joe because they hate MJF so much more, which is bullshit. So like this is dumb. Whatever. Just go out there. And let Adam Roddy Cole be Roddy, just, let Warlow be Warlow, let Adam Cole have a faction, whatever. I, Adam Cole could have just came out there and just said, well, I ain't shit, and I've never been shit. So, like, that's... <laughs> so, and we never, y'all ain't never seen on my movies? Like, I ain't right. never gonna be shit, you right. know? So, uh, I like the new music. Obviously, they got, they're getting rid of All About the Boom. Agreed. That is a conscious choice and a right. risk, right? But I do like the new music, and I do think it's gonna get over. I agree. Um, um, I agree. Uh, so that's the show, right? That's uh, or that's that's dynamite, right? That's pretty much all that you know. Okay. I think was really important. Um, you know, they had uh, a cope segment and Christian and all that stuff. Oh yeah, that uh, segment was hilarious. In like <sighs> Nick Wayne made that face again, that high ass face. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Deanna Perrazzo showed up. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Deanna Perrazzo showed up. Um, that's nice. I like her um, more than you, so whatever. Yeah, she, I don't think um, she. I don't think she's. She's you know she's gonna start real off four star matches, but like I like her as a wrestler. Yeah, she she's serious. She'll like you know she has pride in her work. That's yeah. And I'm not saying people don't have pride, but it's nice to she like comes with a reputation like so right. Like she's had some like good programs over the you know in the Impact Division with like Jordan Grace and oh and you, and you know what, it, what one more thing this ensures no Tessa Blanchard um oh yeah <laughs> I forgot wait Faye Jackson she she saved us that one day or not saved us she gave us a blessing on the internet that day when she told us about that one that we no one knew about and then like that particular promotion was like oh that. This so happens to now be active on our website or our YouTube for you to watch, and then they see them on their chopping the shoot, chopping the shit out of each other. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. So we got lots of questions here, and maybe this is a beginning of the year. It's not often we get to set a new tradition after all these years of doing One Nation Radio. Maybe we can, you know, early in the year, we can solicit a whole bunch of questions and stuff like that. But uh, we'll start with our good buddy Black Saber Junior. He has a two part question. Said hi. I hope everyone's doing well. Congrats on two shows being added to the network. How good are you guys at basketball? I'm just asking because if the answer is anywhere from average to above, I'm gonna need y'all to suit up for the Pistons. We got a game on Wednesday. It's against Wimby, and we need help. Can you guard a French nigga, please? I'm desperate. Um, I'm just gonna tell you straight like this, like. Unless I spent thousands of dollars or I'm with someone that is very famous and powerful and rich, or whatever, I have no business setting foot on the NBA court. Like I'm, yeah, I'm not, no. I'm, I'm that person that's like, I was a, I was a high school varsity level basketball player. 
The end. I wasn't going to make it to the league. I wasn't going to do none of that. I No. No, no. That's where I was. I was a varsity basketball. I was varsity high school basketball starter level player. That's it. Nothing more. Nothing less. Wasn't going to make it to Carolina. None of that shit. Wasn't going to be a parade all American. None of that shit. So I'm not even going to get into it. But uh, and I and I have a I have a great respect for the level of talent and uh and grind it takes to get there. Like I got I got some friends that I you know like I actually played with some dudes that like like high school ball and middle school ball that made it to the league. Like I understand the grind and like also some of the growth spurts some of these people got to get there. Um so yeah, like nah, just I, I am not an NBA level player at all. Not even gonna pretend like no no, 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 no. Yeah, li- listen to my song, uh, Basketball Dreams, uh, Black Sabre Jr. <laughs> I was an average player. Like, I, I played AAU. Uh, I didn't play in high school to a, very, a couple of reasons. Uh, grades and you know, at different times and stuff like that. But I, I was okay. I could I could shoot threes, though. Um, yeah. Like, I, I played my freshman year of high school in JV. And then, like, I moved on to just play football because, like, I was 6'4 and, like, I was the I was the kid that like got the growth spurt early, didn't get it late. Like I got to high school, I was six one, and then I left high school, I was six four. That was it. Like I thought that I was gonna be like I thought that like, all right, I'm six one, maybe I get to six 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 eight. Nah, like when I was a junior, I was like, uh, nah, I don't think I'm gonna end up being six ten like I thought I was gonna be. So like, let me go ahead and uh, put on these pads in this helmet. That's kind of yeah. how, and that's how I transition out of out of basketball I, on that. I got nothing for Wimbyama. Um, I would be pissing down my leg, as they say, if I had to guard this Victor Wimbyama. There's, I don't even know what the defensive strategy for me would be for Victor Wimbyama. It was like, all right, be rough with him. Well, he'll just cross you up. He'll just shoot over you. Um, he'll just block your shot. He'll just turn around, jump for you. Like there's, there's no strategy. He'll just throw it off the backboard and run past you and you, dunk you're, it. You're also getting the main factor of like the, th- the thought process, all this stuff. You're a civilian. <laughs> like, what the fuck can I do with him? Am I allowed to? Am I allowed to uh, carry a weapon of some sort? Can I? Can I carry a nightstick while I guard? Can I? Can I carry a broom? Can I carry a gun to guard Victor <laughs> Wembanyama with? <laughs> like if. I ain't, bro, I ain't gonna be too many more crossovers. I ain't gonna be too many. <laughs> put yeah. a thing out on that man. Yeah, I'm, like, hey, I'm, 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 t- I'm tired of this. God damn it. That is funny. Uh, 10 day nation radio. Uh, that's brother, great. I, like, ain't no way I'm getting a 10 day. Absolutely not. Bro, I'll tell you this, though. They ever let me on the NBA court. It's going up. Like, I'm. <laughs> it's going up. I ain't passing shit. I'm getting one shot at glory, oh bitch. Oh, my God. It's going up. Um, but uh, his real question, uh, after we, we give some uh, you know quality answers there, he said, with 2023 in the books, how would you compare the year's in-ring matches you've seen around the world compared to 2021 and 2019? Which year was better? Lastly, what was your 2023 album of the year? All right. So, hold on. First, first question first. How do I compare last year's wrestling around the world compared to 19 and 2020? One, 2021. Okay, 2019's is the best pro wrestling year I've ever seen. Agreed. Um, it it was just loaded. Like you had AEW, you had AEW NXT, um, both having killer matches based on a week to week basis. You had New Japan at having his best onslaught of match at the time. You had Osprey and Shingo Takagi both double dipping in best super juniors and also in uh new, and also uh, the G one. Like, it was it was yeah. a phenomenal year. 
Um, and and then also and, and, and also you also had uh, NXT UK popping up for so or NXT UK yeah. takeovers popping up at the time too. So it was, it was and you had the little, indie scene still. Yep, 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 yep. yep. It was so like yeah. and all the guys that are in 2019. I think we're all better than they were in 2020, probably with the exception of like Osprey and like Jay White. And I don't know, maybe Jay White was even better in 2019. Um, and then they're obviously like, Hey man's better uh, stuff like that. But most of the I, guys I, I think were better in 2019. So I think that Jay White's 2022 G1 is a lot better than his 2020, even though it was a lot of people highly regard as 2020. I think it's 22 is much better. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I I think that um, I think nineteen is I think is the best year of pro wrestling I've ever seen. Um, and that's even how many years? Like stardom is stardom. You know, in the ring, bell to bell has gotten better, even including that. I'm gonna go with like I don't know, like I think it was a weak year in music, so I'll just go with Doja Cat. I I really like her album. Um, this is gonna be okay. Actual release date, date or like impact of the of the of the release. Yes, however much you liked it, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like uh, for me, I think the best album I've heard or the album that I've listened to and came back to the most would be the SZA SOS. But like that came out at the very end of 2022. Um, so I don't even know if that ca- I don't know if that necessarily counts or not or not. But if not, like uh, I don't really have many to answer you. Many answer you because I don't really listen to music. I'm Unless it's like people singing love songs, so sorry. Yeah, I, I listen to a lot of like independent rappers, like uh, people like La Russell and stuff like that. So, and he just drops albums like every fucking two months. So, like it's it's kind of a whole different thing for me. Um, and you know the way I'm like looking, listen to music, like listen to a lot of Nipsey and Russ and stuff like that. So, independent guys is my thing. Um, Everything pro wrestling, uh, EPW show. So what is the best landing spot for a raw television deal? I'll say the best landing spot. Exactly where the fuck they are. The USA Network. The network that they have fucking 35 years invested in a time slot with. Why why mess that up? (laughs) Well, because they get more money and then less eyes and then turns to a dead property in five years. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was going to say, like, people will argue the money or whatever. That will be the argument. But, like, you will never, like, that stability is untradeable. It's Monday not, Night Raw is Monday is, Night. Sorry, Monday Night Raw is not a property like, or nothing is a property like NFL property. Like they dump Thursday Night Fall off to Prime on Amazon on Thursdays, and they got um, Al Michaels and Kurt Herstreet doing that. And when that deal is over, they'll pull it out probably and they'll put it somewhere else, and it'll do fine again because it's because it's NFL football. It'll do fine. Because NFL football is a popular property in American television. Monday night or pro wrestling is not that. Once you put Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, whatever, Nitro, whatever the fuck you want to call it, once you put pro wrestling on something behind a paywall and put it there for years and it's then pull it disappear. back out and put it back into the and put it back into the the, the, the thing. It's not going to be the same property it was in popularity, even relative to the TV houses going down, um, comparatively speaking. Like, so look, and we know they're, like they're killing the WWE. property. They're killing that property's uh, value five. Or they're taking short game money to then kill themselves five years down the line, and and that's a and that's very short sighted because this is a WWE is going to be around ten years from now. 
WWE's going to be around 20 years from now. WWE's going to be around 30 years from now. Don't fuck this up. Yeah. And they've they've done the short gains for, you know, in trading of long before when they made the network happen. Like they basically gave up on the pay-per-view business and stuff like that. But I think um, the, the real value of Raw is the legacy of it. Like you can't buy that name value just you know because they hand out x amount of dollars like it'll in this country think of ww think of pro wrestling as wwe the same way people think of phones as iphones right or cell phones as iphones what in the first show they think of is monday night raw because it's been there since 1993 do not do not uh fuck around with that appreciate that does AEW finally get the deal on Max for streaming? Um, I think a lot of their stuff, when I think about their deals, streaming is not the top thing. It's like the television stuff itself. So I think that'll be baked into whatever the next television deal announcement is. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, thoughts on TNA's new title designs? They look nice. Yeah, I like it. Uh, but they, they, the ones they had before, they look good too. Yeah, they, like, I don't think belts have ever been a problem for TNA. They've always had pretty cool yeah, belts. The problem is like the perception from past years and, you know, lack of, you know, everything. Resources. Yeah. JML, will we see Sari versus Mayu for the IWGP title in 2024? Absolutely not. Sari will call out with a flu. She will do whatever it takes to avoid Mayu Watani. She might even get signed by WWE. Or actually, no. She she's a Sukabon. Skabon. Yeah, that's right. Um, look. <clears throat> if and ever she wants to come to come, you know, wrestle uh in the World Wonder Ring, she wants to come do this, ain't no problem. But, you know, it, your first match is with Mayu Watani, and there's a job to be done. Cause your job, cause that job you ducked in 2020. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, like, nah, come, come, you, you've been hiding from it for, at this point, four years. Now's the time. Now it's time, or not even now it's time. Like whatever, whatever, you know, it's time for you to want to do starting whatever else, whatever else. Got to do that job. Why you gonna be there? Lay down. Yeah. Got to lay down. Yeah. Like my, you might as well cut that CM Punk on a uh, uh, MJF promo. You know, you want to go for your two for one. You know, all star special reels. When you come back, I'll be here for you. My, you ain't retiring no time soon. Um. All right, Rambone Slam Pig. Here we go. Thoughts on Kota Ibushi? Have we seen the end of his in ring career in any meaningful sense? If so, what is his lasting legacy? What are your favorite matches or moments? Okay, James, it's over for Kota Ibushi. And Did when he go I say into it's the over, match with injuries, or was he already yes. injured in the match? He went in with injuries and got injured in the match. Either way, it does not matter. I know what I saw a couple months ago, and then here. What was a couple months ago? The, the was it the uh, blood and guts stuff? Oh, okay. the, the blood and guts, Fair the multi man tags yep. that he was in in AEW. He has no like. Uh, like his depth perception seems like it's gone. Like his in- ability to anticipate is gone. It seems like um, 
obviously the match uh, I watched it uh, him and Mirafuji and Mir- thank God for Mirafuji for just being in there with him and protecting him as much as he could and kind of carrying the whole thing but this was awful in every sense of the word and this was like a 30 minute match I watched it I was like I don't know if it's a sick thing or whatever I watched you know people on their way down or whatever but I kind of just want to see like what I don't see anymore kind of and with Ibushi the explosion is gone. The, as I mentioned, the sense of anticipation, the athleticism is zapped. Um, the physicality gone. The striking gone. Um, it's almost like a great boxer that's done. Like Kota Bushi, I don't think. Like I think he's capable of being in a wrestling ring. However, he cannot be counted on in a, any capacity for singles matches for uh, anything above mid card. He is a giant Baba style. He's a comedy, comedy wrestler, wrestler now. At this point, that's that's the only useful role I think that would be for good for Kota Ibushi going forward. Um, this was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. This looked like Muhammad Ali in there with Larry Holmes, and he wasn't getting like beat like that. But it was just like this guy's a shadow of himself now, and it's like this guy is one of the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. Just like. At one point, to me, the best high flyer in the world. Um, at one different time, always been a great striker. Incredible big match wrestler from the first time I ever watched him. Uh, first time I ever watched him was him versus Shinsuke Nakamura at Wrestle Kingdom 9. I watched different you know, past parts of his career. Obviously, the stuff with Kenny Omega. Uh, stuff where he was in pro wrestling Noah and... His all his, his runs throughout the junior division, and then obviously getting L- CWC coming back to New Japan as a heavyweight, and you know his run up to the IWGP title. This guy is amazing. Like for what he did, gave us a lot of great years of pro wrestling excellence. Just the, the zenith, like as good as someone can be in a wrestling ring, Kota Ibushi was that. And I want people to remember how great that man was. Cause it's, it's over now. Like, and it's done. Like, and I saw it and it was just like, I love Kota Ibushi. And it was like, it, it was sad. It was like, who's letting him go out there? Does he need the money like this? Like, like he does not need to be in, unless he's going to take major time off more time than he already had took off. Like this guy, like, you know, obviously it, it's like the monsters took his powers like that. That's what he looks like now, James. And it's, uh, it's really sad like right now, but his lasting legacy, I guess you could say like you throw him in with the guys that went to new Japan wrestling from other dojos He's as good good as any of them, and they made it all the way to the top. He's as good as any of them, and he's a Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Famer, um, and quite frankly, just like one of the just most sensational wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. I don't think there are two handfuls of wrestlers that I think have been like more completely. Uh, more complete as talents than in the ring as performers in Kota Ibushi. Um, from just the ability, the agility, the 
the toughness, the the willingness to bump like that, the danger factor, the wow factor, um, the footwork, uh, the pacing. I I you know he fucked up his shoulder in the 2022 Grand Prix, or not 2021, right? Yeah. 2001 G1 final. G1 final. And, you know, he's a person that has obviously looked a lot younger than his actual age, always has been. And, um, you know, I think it's finally all caught up to him all at once. And it stinks. It stinks. And, um, Whatever, I like I got you know, I got all the matches already. But I hope he can like I hope his I hope he can find something to do away from for pro wrestling the rest of his life. Like you know, like when you're that good at something and you can't do it at the level you want to do it anymore, how do you find fulfillment? Can you find fulfillment? So I'm interested to see or I'm keep my eye out for like, you know, whatever he figures out for himself in the future. Um, and I hope, you know, and I thank him because like, yeah, I, I don't think I've, <laughs> he, he, he changed, he changes, he changed his podcast. And in a way from saying that he changed my life, uh, the like, first time seeing him. So yeah, like all time wrestling for me. Uh, far as favorite matches, obviously him versus Shinsuke Nakamura, Wrestle Kingdom Nine. Yep. Uh, there was a great match you know, he had uh, in Noah. Uh, I forgot it was like a tag team match. I think Kenta's in it as well. Um, that is like excellent. Obviously the Bushi Omega is matches. Is Ishimori in it? Yes. Was it during? Uh, was it? Do during, we watch it during like uh, Josh's birthday? During Josh's birthday. birthday. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Obviously, the series of Kenny Omega, they never quite got the the match they were looking for. The Budokan Hall, quote-unquote, preview match still out of this world. Um, him versus Tetsuya Naito, Dominion 2019, still. They went fucking crazy, dropping each other on their heads. So amazing. Him versus Jay White in the Dome. Uh, this guy unlocked Jay White in a way that no one ever has uh, twice. multiple times. Yeah. Um. Him and Hiroshi Tanahashi, G1 final 2018, when Tanahashi walks through them slaps. Yep. Um, Wrestle Kingdom main event against Okada, where yep. <laughs> they're just fucking drilling each other. Um, that's, I think that's the best, for me, that's the best Ibushi match I've seen. Um, I'll, him, the, I'll, I'll him and Kenny in, against the Bucks. I'll throw in his 2019 matches in the G1. I mean, there's a bunch of G1 stuff we can throw. We thought 2018, him versus Omega, as you mentioned, him versus. Uh, Ishii. Ishii also in there, but out through 2019, um, in that A block, like him, him versus uh, um, Suzuki, and also him versus Taichi, like after he already fucked up his ankle in like night one or whatever else, or that storyline or whatever, or whatever it was to basically move him off the path of being a high flyer. Like those matches were amazing, um, especially the Taichi match in the final, where it's like it, it's just, just a Noah match, we're just kicking each other back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Who's going to break first? It's an amazing match. Um, yeah, just uh, an all-time wrestler, man. An all-time wrestler. Like, uh, you know, match didn't quite get five stars, which is disappointing. It's only, you know, 
the disappointing four and three quarter star match, the opener of, of Wrestle Kingdom uh, 13, <laughs> him, and, him and Will Ospreay. Yeah. Um, not knowing who the fuck Vince McMahon was. Um, <laughs> just the comedy. Give him a high of five. Ibushi. Yes, give him a high five and shit. Um, the comedy of Kota Ibushi, like the where you hear like you know he wants to blow firecrackers up off his chest and shit just like an eccentric guy like rubbing on concrete yeah like not signing a, a contract for years and years and years until like you know whatever just out of wanting to express his pro wrestling the way he wanted and uh you know this guy's like if you never watch Kota, if you're seeing Kota Bushi now showing up in AEW and you're like, what's the big deal? Who is this guy? He's kind of looks like he's in his own world. That's well, he is in his own world. He's always yeah. been in his own world. Yeah. Um, but this guy, like you have to watch him. Like he's, he's the, one of the quintessential guys of this time. And the thing about him is he's so adaptable with everybody. He's a great opponent for everyone. I don't know who is the bad Kota Bushi person. No, sometimes like, yeah, they just don't quite, you know, whatever. He's right. great with Naito. He's great with Okada. Great with mm-hmm. Omega. Great with Tanahashi. Great with um, fucking Ishii. Like, <sighs> yeah, man. He's great with Nakamura. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> whatever. Like, you know, man. He was awesome. So, uh, salute Kota Ibushi. Cedric Alexander, yes. Yeah. Cedric Alexander's career is still, like, in part going uh, off of that match. Yep. Uh, who did he put over in the semifinal? Was it uh, TJP or was it uh, or was it uh, Lince Dorado? Not Lince Dorado. Uh, uh, TJP. It was TJP, yeah. And then in the final, it was, um, it was TJP versus... Grand Metalik. Grand Metalik, right. I want to call him by his old name, but okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Bruce Mel's moan. What's going on, Bruce? I miss the Young Bucks. What do you think they have in store for AEW when they return? I don't know, but I'd like to find out real fucking quick. I agree. Um, there's a there's a show in Daly's place uh, happening on January 10th. That sure would be a nice place uh, to bring the Young Bucks back. Um, at this point, Jack Perry has been gone so long too. It seems like he's been in jail forever. I saw something today on Twitter like Jack Perry is one day away from being as gone as long as Hangman held the world title. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone say that. I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't look it up, but um, that I sounds about right. Full gear, point, full gear to what? Uh, double or nothing? Yes. At, at this point, James, I got a great tweet. I, I don't know who it was from, but it was and saying at this point, we need to just ask Tony Khan, where the fuck is Jack Perry at? Just like fucking D'Angelo Barksdale. Like, where the fuck <sighs> is Wallace? Where's Wallace string? Where? <laughs> so uh, put those guys together. I, I, I'd like to see it. He might be spinning until he signs an NDA. Who knows? Jesus. Well, yeah, we'll send you over there to, you know, we'll send you home. We'll pay just until you sign the NDA. You yeah, don't you, sign the NDA, we'll you can't talk. Right out. Can't, can't talk what, you can't talk about what's going to happen. Um, Shannon Wills, or Shannon Willis, he says, um, does Julia come into WWE as herself, a Japanese megastar, or do they lean into the Italian mafioso side? 
Uh, and then also predict what is men's what is the Italian mafia subside? Is that the Bella <coughs> Mafia part or Mafia Probably. Bella? I'm sorry, Bella Mafia. Look him, it's Mafia Bella. Sorry. Probably. Um, and then so that's, that's basically what Julia normally wears, except like with a furry coat. Okay. Predict the men's and women's wrestling MVPs of the year. So what, um, no, oh, go go to your Julia. What's your answer for Julia? <sighs> She's getting a gimmick. They they can't help themselves. Okay. Oh my God, Julia with Tony D. Oh my God. Sick, sick. I don't know what Italian Julian actually knows aside from Donna Del Mondo and some of the names of her moves. So I don't. I can't. I can't help you with that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Man. Yeah, she's definitely getting a gimmick. So they put her with put Julia with with Tony D. Like they won't get it, or like her their fans won't get it. Like why is this Japanese one with the Italian? Well, she's half Italian. Well, she well Fina typically she looks Japanese, so why is she even? That, that's what they'll do. That's, like, I don't get it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, men's and women's wrestling MVPs of the year. Um, man, that's tough. Uh, seemingly we've got a title change. Coming at WrestleMania, who knows? Um, feels like there's a big year set for a few guys in AEW. Tessio Naito's got the belt. I don't know if he's going to deliver at the top level all year. I don't know. It remains to be seen. Well, apparently speaking, the top level compared to what? WWE? Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a All safe right. bet is always is always Will Ospreay, but That's what uh, I was gonna say. I'm picking Will Ospreay. <laughs> yeah. I'm picking Ospreay the fuck? He said he's a new New Japan. Yeah, I'll take him. Look, oh, he wrestles Will, Okada. Okay. Will Ospreay gonna get to be on weekly TV? Man, it's gonna right. be hard to beat him, man. Right. Um, I think you got to throw Swerve in that conversation too. God. I think Swerve's gonna win the title, and I think he's gonna have that bitch. So he's gonna definitely get some chances. He's gonna be up there. Um, he's definitely gonna place in the top ten. I think um, as far as WWE, you got to look at Cody. Um, yep. uh, Can you look anywhere else? No. Maybe Danielson. You know, never count Danielson out. No, either. no, no. I just been in WWE. It's been WWE. Oh, in WWE, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, Roman doesn't wrestle enough. That's what um, I mean. CM Punk at this rate will not wrestle enough. Right. Um, Steph Rollins, enough. I think. Yeah, Brock, Rock, Seth Rollins, absolutely not. Um, I'm telling you, that, that main event scene is a lot thinner than people think. So you start going through them. How long is it going to be so they break the glass on, on Walter? It's not that thin because there's two titles and there's two shows. So you so then you can, prop, you can throw in Bobby Lashley and McIntyre and Sheamus. Yeah. And Randy Orton and AJ Styles. All them together, forty five. Like, <laughs> except Drew, um, and Cody. Yeah, and well, I, I guess you mean like the only time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as far as women's wrestling, mm. women's MVP. I mean, whoever holds the red belt for most of the year, it's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so, AEW is gonna. So whether that's Utami or Kamatani or Micah, those be those be one of my those be the three picks for me. Hmm. You know, 
I mean, you could say Athena, but I don't know if they're going to let Athena run through. Maybe unless they, you know, let her drop the belt off to Billy Starks or whatever else and then move up to AEW. I don't know. Maybe Mercedes comes in and it's Mercedes. I don't know. That'd be. Uh, I was going to say, I'm going to pick Mercedes uh, Monet depending on like how long she takes. Like if she gets like settled somewhere before the end of January. Yeah. Whoa. I'll pick Mercedes because she's going to have like a point to prove, I think. Um, shout out to Sir Sam. Yeah, um, uh, Sam says Charlotte Flair by the by uh, by who makes <laughs> the most money is like that's not how this works. Cause that's the case, and Brock Lesnar would be the men's right. <laughs> the men's? Uh, possibly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, King wrong. Dom, he's he's got these push one, demote one, release one sets from uh, WWE and AEW. So push one, demote one, release one. Seth Rollins, CM Punk, and Gunther. From what I went out of pro wrestling, or for like the company, for you. Oh, uh, push Gunther, demote Seth, and then fire Punk. I'm going to push Gunther, demote Punk, and fire Seth Rollins. You hate Seth so much. <laughs> he fucking stinks, bro. <laughs> He's about to go into Raw next week, and CM Jinder Mahal is going to get bro, bro. CM bro Jinder just... Mahal, Jinder Mahal is going to get cheered over him next week. James, CM, he Punk. fucking stinks as a champion. CM Punk, just the motor. Un- CM Punk unequivocally hampered your favorite promotion in the world, and you still ch- <laughs> you still chose some. It's the fire over him. God damn. Look, if I was running WWE, I'd be like, we done did all we can do with you. We gave you the oh belt, the, the, the other belt, right? Bro. But, and you've wrestled everyone. There's nothing Just, for CM Punk after after a year. There's nothing for him. That's fine. I'll take that year. In I'll fact, ride it out. In fact, they're already everyone's cutting the same promos on him like he's John Cena already. Drew McIntyre cut the promo the the you left, you're gone. Things have changed. I'm different. Everything's different. I'm going but to beat I you. I am running WWE. I'm not going to allow them to get away with that that simple ass shit. I want to say, enough. hey, y'all going to come up with some new shit. Yeah, exactly. They're just cutting AEW promos on them. Uh, I believe Sue Williams said, uh, do you remember the, the Eddie Kingston CM Punk promos? Yeah. All right. Now imagine it was Drew McIntyre and then like. Nobody likes like, you. No, and then, no one wants you And here. then like. Took like the bottom out of it. Now you saw the the Drew McIntyre CM Punk promos. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. this one's a little bit more nasty. Push one, demote one, release one. MJF, Jungle Boy, Daniel Garcia. Okay. Um, push MJF, demote Jungle Boy by Daniel. Like I, I, I like all three of them. Obviously, the the worst stuff from all three of them is the MJF stuff that we've seen this year or last year. But like, he's a bankable star still, and like, you can get him away from that bullshit if you're in control. Um, Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy is a Jungle Boy as a big match wrestler is a better big match wrestler than Dan Garcia, and the crowd is more into Jungle Boy than Dan Garcia. Dan Garcia is really good. 
there's just a limitation that I think he has based off of the look and based off of the positioning. You know what? I don't think he can ever be a TNT title. I don't think he can ever be a TNT champion. Obviously, I know Jungle Boy can easily do that. Uh, I think I'm going to shot the world on this one. Um, I'm going to push Jungle Boy. No, you're not going to do this. You're not doing I'm finna demote do. Daniel Garcia. And I'm okay, firing Rich. MJF. Okay, Rich. I All am right. firing him. Firing okay. his ass. Sending him to the unemployment line. And I'll tell you why. Same logic as Seth Rollins for me here. You've wrestled everyone damn near like you had all these different promos and fuse with everyone they've used so much tv time hasn't wrestled swerve hasn't wrestled keith lee hasn't wrestled to oh it has wrestled to uh like he hasn't wrestled everyone he's wrestled a lot of the top guys not everyone has a lot of hangman in a in a in a real program you know what i'm willing to sacrifice that because he has wrestled <laughs> this man, this man everyone set. else. This man's mindset. Okay. Everyone Whatever, else. Man. Everyone else. And then Rich. he's he was responsible for some of the worst television. I think I some of the worst television I've seen, right? Uh-huh. And I think he's already beat well, up. Well, let me phrase it. Some of the worst television the worst some some of the worst television you've ever seen in AEW. Correct. Okay. Um he's beat up. I know he's only twenty seven, whatever. But I, I don't think MJ, I think you've might have already seen the best of what you can do with him based on like all the legendary wrestlers that have been around him. Um, I I think I would take my chances on Jungle Boy being like you just so much of the unknown in the future with him still still younger than MJF still has a chance to wrestle all these people. We know he's unfuckable on pay-per-view. And then I'll keep Garcia as well, just because he's so young. He's even younger than Jungle Boy at that point. And I think he has an earnest connection that will build him up. And in 10 years, we're going to be talking about him like he's the new Brian Danielson and stuff like that. Like, I think he's like, for the long term, all the character investment will only like match the wrestling skills as the years go on. For me, with those two, you're not going to get the promo work that you're going to get with MJF, but that MJF promo stuff can be a gift and a curse because you can talk yourself into the, to the eat inning stuff and then you fuck around and get in Bray Wyatt territory. God bless the dead. But MJF is like, obviously, can, he cannot be trusted with his own ideas. And I know I'm in charge of those ideas. I just <coughs> think if I was running AW right now and I was like, all right, where are we at? What do I likely have to pay for each of these guys? Who do I think I can do the most with going forward? I'm taking those two. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Y'all let me know. But that that title run, that left a bad taste in my mouth. I saw MJF have a bad title run that was in part because he was trying to get Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara up to him in Darby Allen's level. And because of the that failure, it falls on ultimately MJF. But that also means that like we know what the fuck it is with with, with Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara at that level. That dog ain't never gonna hunt. The idea <laughs> that you can main event um 
I'm not saying he's a draw on this, but the idea that you could main event 80,000 people with one guy in there, and you could never in a million years imagine one of the guys like main eventing any pay-per-view. I, that just for me that, t- that seals it for me. I just can't. I cannot put Jungle Boy on the main event of a pay per view of a pay per view and get that shit to sell a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand buys or a hundred and fifty thousand buys, whatever the fuck they're selling now. I just can't. Same thing for Dan Garcia. Never, never going to happen. I uh, they're 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 like I mentioned, like their basement is uh, or their their basement is far higher than MJF's or whatever else, but their ceiling ain't nowhere near close. I've seen MJF have one of the better feuds I've ever, or a couple of the best feuds I've ever seen in pro wrestling history. Sorry, I, it is what it is. I've seen, I saw the the Jericho, sorry, the Jericho stuff. I saw the Cody stuff. I saw this. Sorry, man. Sorry. I understand it was bad, a bad title run, but that does not negate the other four or the other three years out of the four. I think. I think I'm more in love with the unknown of the other guys, and then the I, the more long term. I don't factors. think it's unknown. I think it's fucking known. <laughs> That's what I'm at. like. I, I like the potential is there, but the potential is the the potential of the unknown is like, all right, you hand them the mic, and you have to hope and wish and pray it don't go bad, or the crowd doesn't what a uh, jungle boy. Jungle boy looks pissed, and then does have nowhere to go there. Like the part where he was a baby face, and they immediately turned him heel. I, I think I think I don't want to say he's show, but, <laughs> but I'm like, nah, man, he's just a Mick Carter, and that's all it's gonna be. And if he, and like, there's no wrong being a mid career Mick Carter in AEW, right? He's a great wrestler. He, he's a I think he's a more consistent bell to bell in ring performer than MJF is. But the the investment of getting people to care and want oh promo- they care about him. Huh? Look, they care about him now. Oh, because of, <laughs> of the CM Punk thing. So he got. He's gonna be able to use it in his favor, one way until, or another. Yeah, for a couple months. Hopefully, look, look. Hopefully, he can come back. <laughs> Good point. I just, I, I, MJ, even, even as bad as the MJF stuff was at the end, it's still MJF for me. Um, I, I just, I, I can't imagine. I couldn't imagine a scenario where like one of them two overtake him. I just, just don't. I just don't. Um. King Dom also. Biggest what-if duo in NBA history. Vince Carter and T-Mac, T-Mac, Grant Hill, or Yao Ming and T-Mac? World's three T-Mac uh, what-ifs? Yes. I'm going to take Yao and T-Mac just because... Are those like, the three options? Yeah, it was those three. Okay. Um... Uh, I'm going to take Yao and T Mac just because you got the you know the big and small, um, not even really small. Like motherfucker was six eight on the perimeter. Uh, Yao was like ready to start giving it to people. Like, and if his feet don't fall apart, they might win a title. Um, I know the high flying and stuff is sexy between you know the cousins, Vince Carter and T Mac, and you know Grant Hill. Vince never had it. Like I mean, stuff like, like that. Vincent Vincent had a heart to be the second best player on the championship team. It just he had the talent, just not the heart. Whatever. Um, I'm not going. I'm not going to go my Vince Carter rant that you've heard me do a million times, Rich. But um, I think he's going in the Hall of Fame shortly. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> anyway, he's a compiler. Anyway, um, well. He, how many all how many all NBA teams he make? Three, two, one. I have to look it up. 
All right. So anyway, the answer is for me will be uh, back. Well, it, it's not. It's not even really fair because like the whole thing is like if Doc Rivers has had this stupid i this stupid thing where he tells Tim Duncan that like that Tim's wife at the time can't be on the team plane, then Tim is Tim Duncan. It's not just Grant Hill and T Mac. It's Grant Hill, T Mac, and Tim Duncan together. True. Doc Rivers is a fucking idiot. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, I, but you yeah, asked I lo- me like I love Yao Ming. <laughs> I'll go, look, I I I I saw Grant Hill in the nineties. Grant Hill and T-Mac would have been a fucking problem um, together. Um, it didn't work out, obviously. And then by the time you got to Yao and T-Mac, like. Neither one of them can stay healthy together at the same time. So, you know. Uh, but like, as far as what the highest ceiling for both for for any of the T Mac teammates for me is is, is Grant Hill before he fucked up his ankles and feet. Uh, Tom Batista says thoughts on Alex Coughlin going ass first into the table. Uh, I put that as a picture. <laughs> that shit was funny, and I knew it immediately. I was like, I can't wait to get to get that as a meme. Yeah. Um. So. I watched this on delay and um, like when Coughlin went through that fucking table, I fucking howled. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like, and this is the reason why like New Japan um, camera work is superior. It is just the best. Um, so, yeah, and I'm currently in the middle of trying to make it my backdrop right now. And I see Rich out here plotting. He's trying to see who can be who to the punch. <laughs> Me and Rich know each other too well. Like, nah, I got this. Don't boom. Shit. Boom. Uh, oh my god! Nah, I, I was just showing. I was just showing the the picture for anyone who didn't see it. Yeah, this was incredible. Fucking hilarious. And like when they came in, match like, why are these assholes out here? God damn it! That fucking American House of Torture or White American House of or not White, white American, <laughs> Fucking White House of Torture shit. And then they got their bump my down. I was like, all right, get look. Uh, Dick Togan don't be bumping like this. Like he don't be, you know, he, he bumps, but not like this. Like he got over the growth wire. He has done that in a while, I don't think. But like it ain't, it ain't quite as funny as this. So like I'm, I'm with this for now. Uh, MJ does PR. Do some New Japan contract speculation. Clark Connors, Alec Coglin, or Alex Coglin, Tamatonga and Tangaloa, ELP, Kevin Knight. Where do you think they end up? And where is the best landing spot for each of them? All right, let's go one by one. Clark Connors. Um, that guy can go anywhere. Um, I think he is very underrated, and I think he's waiting for some, to like get a push. He reminds me of Tekla, really. Um, mm. Kind of like the same kind of joint. Like, it's like, yo, the second you unleash them, kind of you know, stature-wise in comparison to uh, everyone too, they kind of match up as well. But uh, I, I think the second Clark Connors got like a serious push somewhere, he could pop off. Um, I don't know if he, <clears throat> if the best spot necessarily for that would be New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen him get over in AEW. There's just tons of guys there. Um, I think, I think if you, so, mm, I think New Japan probably is the best place for him right now. Just I think just so too. Name. I don't think he's a big he, enough name. Just, like even if it's like oh bring him in NXT or whatever. Else, I, I don't think you want to do that. I don't like, wish that upon anybody. Like, 
imagine being a, imagine being an LA dojo person that's had to grind for all this time to get to finally being on you know being on these these uh, domestic shows and then like you're just gonna end up back wow. in a, a double or back on. Uh, Zach says they are dating. That's why they might be similar. I had no idea that Clark Connors and Tekla. Good. I for didn't know them. that. I didn't know good that. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Um, but yeah, I I I, I say to stay in New Japan for now. Uh, Alex Coughlin, uh, same deal. Same. Uh, you, you don't do all them squats just to, you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but um, uh, Tamatonga and Tangaloa, send them to the Fed, brother. Send them to WWE and make sure that they never wrestle AJ Styles and his friends. Oh, <laughs> right? um, like no, no, can't do it. Tell Tonga, tell Tamatonga, we demand excellence from you, and maybe he'll he'll listen. Yeah, you'll get excellence from him, just as long as he ain't wrestling Anderson and Gallows. ELP. Uh, I'm going to say New Japan, and you know I talked about how they had Jay and Osprey. Right. It should be you have Zach and ELP, but David Finley's there, so I don't. You know. Now it, it, it seems I, like they can have two, but they got there's three spot. There's three guys for two spots. I ask this because of the hair situation. How old is ELP? I think ELP is thirty one. Commenters, help me out here. Get your merch. Get your merch. Um, while we wait on ELP's age, no way. Yep. He's thirty-seven. Yep. Never mind. That makes. Yep. Yep. I mean, that checks out with his hairline. So. <laughs> um, I, yeah, uh, wait, does that mean so he might got to come home or, <laughs> or, or go home? You know, you know, you know, it's funny, right? You know who he still ain't older than, right? Who? Momo Coco. <laughs> Kogo finna be 39 this year, bitch. <laughs> looking, out, looking, looking 23 and shit. Talking about she's, and she actually like 39 soon to be. Like, that's crazy, bro. Shout out to Momo Kogo. Shout out to JM. I still can't believe that shit. Like, how the hell did you find this? And why should I believe it? This is, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Kevin Knight. You ain't getting pushed if you black in New Japan. Seriously. Um, is he good enough to change all that? Maybe. How old they is do he? have a massive junior. Though. I don't know how old. Mid twenties or late twenties. I would guess late twenties. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. This guy's super talented. I I don't think he has the frame to fill out to get to heavyweight. Which is an issue. And if you're not going to be a heavyweight in New Japan, you might as well start looking around. But if he starts looking around, what's he gonna? What's gonna? What, where he gonna land? Where he gonna end up? Like his his 
you know, his running mate in a way is an impact right now. Yeah. Um, like if he can get on for you know, AEW. I think he's a freak athlete even by AEW standards, but I don't know. Like he's unproven. Like yeah. you don't really get a, you don't really get much. You don't really get a shot. Like unless they unless he you know unless you're Dan Garcia or you know there have been some cases but like for the most part, most of the guys don't get you know. Like I think continue, he walked continue, in. continue like pushes to get to a, a certain level or whatever else. Like if he just wants to be in the roster and do his thing, then yeah, whatever. But if he wants to try to get to the top of whatever, like be a team team champion or something like that, then like I think there's outside shot for him there. Um, because obviously, you know, he's fresher, but obviously, like I also think like he needs to uh kind of reinvent himself in the ring to do that. And I don't mean like the athleticism is in the way I mean like you know, New Japan has a certain style, and I think for him to be on the Indies or being wrestled in AEW, he's got to make some accommodations that I don't think he's necessarily um, is or is not necessarily his repertoire for that yet. Does he have the potential for it? Yeah, because he's super talented, but I don't know. He could walk into NXT and be like the top guy, like immediately. I think. I mean, um, dude. I, Look, they put a they did a Kevin Knight versus Carmelo Hayes match right now. I'd watch. I haven't watched NXT like since Gargano's last match, or since the uh, that um, what's it called the uh, the old guys, new guys, like, war, games. war games. That was like two years ago. I'd watch that match. Um, Kevin Knight versus Ilya. I'd watch that. I don't know where the best spot for him. Maybe it's NXT. Maybe could be. I mean, he's twenty seven. I mean, look. Will you rather if you were WWE if you were Shawn Michaels running NXT? Would you rather have Lexus King or Kevin Knight? I would hit Lexus King with a car to get Kevin Knight to get a meeting with Kevin Knight. No, no, no. you should have been like I would have hit Lexus King with a Lexus, but that's but it's kind of what you meant when you said with a car. It still works. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would hit Lexus King with a car to get a meeting with Kevin Knight. Yeah. 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 Same. Um. J. Antonio Teodoro says, read the following list of James and ask if he thinks they will finish the story before or after Cody. Swerve. Yes, before. Garcia. Uh, would it be TNT title or what would that be? Beat I, I Danielson? Don't know. He already beat Danielson. Yeah, he already beat him. Uh, I'll say after. Suji. After. Shooter. After. Mariah May. Before. Suzu Suzuki. Before. Emi Sakura. The story being a match at Wembley Stadium. After. (laughs) Sky Blue and Julia Hart. The Goths finally paying Chris Statlander the reparations they owe. I don't know what to do with that. I, 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 I don't know what to do with that. Um, I'll say before. Sure. Um, my man, Yozora in the hearts, Ten Chin, or Ten Chi Jin Heart. Could Nick Nemeth be with the company Finley wants to be? 
uh, or could Nick Nemeth be what the company wants Finley to be? Also, if you guys have free reign to book anything, what would you do for Sting's retirement match? Okay. Um, First question, Nick Nemeth in, in Finley. Well, I think that Nick Nemeth, like, he has a world more experience than, than Finley. I think he's a better athlete than Finley. I think he has a better look than Finley. I think he's a better talker than Finley. He's I definitely think. a better talker than Finley. Like, there's there's not too many things that David Finley does better than Nick Namath, except for, like, exists on, pl- on this planet for less days. Correct. So, we'll see where this goes. Yeah, I don't know if he can be what the company wants Finley to be because obviously they don't push <laughs> Gaijins as baby faces, like top Gaijins as baby faces, like at the top. Um, they prefer to have like a heel there, like David yeah. Finley, like a Jay White, right? Like Kenny, they had Bullet Club leader. Yeah. Um, That's why I don't think you're. I, I don't think you're giving Nick Nemeth the Bullet Club. I'd be shocked. Um, and look, maybe they do need something like that to the shock stuff like that. Whoop David Finley as like, yeah, this shit never worked out anyway. So uh, I'm here now, hollow. But um, I, I think they're just in so dramatically different roles. I don't think they are the comparison. The comparison for Finley is, can he approximate what Jay White was giving you? Right. Um, no. Yeah. Um, and what what would you do for Sting's retirement match? Can I just say this, James? Uh, I think the Sting retirement tour so far has been shambolic. Uh, um, there's no meaning behind any of the stuff. Yeah. Like, where are the sit-down interviews? Where are the people that are talking about Sting? Where are the things being booked? Um, right. Where is the 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 big deal of all this? Being, I, maybe they're waiting to do it all at once, but I'm like, yo, why wait? Just like start doing this shit now. Like, you know, like all you've done for him is bring out Ric Flair. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know. And it was nice that you brought Ric Flair for him, whatever, based on what he means through his career and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like, I don't, I don't know if you can get Lex. I don't think you can or whatever. So you're probably in the hole there because Lex is probably tied up in a Legends deal and going to Hall of Fame this year. So um, wh- I just hope they have creative ideas, whatever, to – it, and the thing with Sting is like he's been around so long, it's hard to really use people right. that are still with, with Sting because a lot of nobody's them are, contemporaries are, really right. are dead or legend deals. So yep. I don't know. Um, but if I had to book anything, well, you know, if Trip, you know, if Vince Man had his way, then like Triple H would have been able to come in and and help out with that. But you know, Triple H got the book now, so. Remember when everyone was making the memes of Triple H on the way out? Remember that? When yeah. he was talking about like, that man's going to show up at GCW and shit. It's like, yeah. We're in such a better reality right now. <laughs> so that, was a, that was the darkest timeline. Timeline is kind of like, you know, going skewed positive. So, uh, but yeah, I'm with you. Like, a lot of his contemporaries are signed up to WWE, so it's going to be hard to figure out stuff for him. Um, What would you do with Sting, a retirement match? Him and Darby. Darby got to beat him, and he got to hand it down. Yeah, and he got to hand him the bat, too. Yeah. 
and not even necessarily for he gotta hand him, look, he gotta hand him the bat he gotta hand him the the uh what do you call it the uh the jacket the the duster yes he has to hand him the duster he has to hand him the face paint he has to hand him uh what do you call it the uh uh the drop rope and all that kind of stuff he gotta hand him all of it gotta give him all of it yeah Maybe we can get some videos of, of him showing Darby how to basically use the the drop transport thing, like showing him all the different venues or whatever. Like, Here's the secret door here. This is how you get up to the rafters and stuff like that. Like, you know, um, yeah, uh, a singles match with Darby is a is a nice, easy way to wrap it all up. Um, I feel like. Man. I think Sting getting a one minute match with everyone would be like, I don't know if Sting could do you it. You want to do the stardom gauntlet? Maybe not the whole roster. Like maybe you get like ten people or okay. fifteen people or whatever that are important to Sting or whatever. Okay, and you do the one minute matches with them. All right. So, and then Darby's last. How obviously. soon do we hear Das complain that he did not make the t- the list? Oh my god! You, you didn't think of that. You didn't. You didn't think. Of I that. did not think of that. I, that would. Just, that's. That's what will happen. He, he'd oh be my upset. god! He, he let us know that he did not make the list before he before it was able to happen. Yeah. 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 I. I think. I think you could probably get like, come up with some number that's important to Sting in his career or some shit like. How many times did he win the world title? Like like eleven or twelve times and then give him like twelve men that represent like Sting's career and you know, get get fucking Jared out there, get Lethal out there, get fucking obviously Darby's the last person, get Flair out there, like and you know, he's not taking a bump or anything, but you know, have him get in the ring and then like lose by count out or some shit. Has Flair or laid out for Sting. Has Flair wrestled since Flair, Rick Flair's last match that pay per view? No. All right, let it stay that way. Don't don't do this. We can't we can't oh. we can't be doing another sting and flare last thing. Oh no, I, I I would just have Flair get in there and then I would have Flair lay down and then Sting covers him or whatever. But what, what but you know Jeff Hardy, my God. All right. Oh, see, but, this but, I, I, but I will say, like, you know, you mentioned this, like it's been shambolic and it's like it, you got a point because like Rossi O'Gal has managed to uh, book people to retire with the, with the the first letter of their name start with H better than he <laughs> twice than than Tony Khan has with Sting like that Hazuki retirement tour that that Hameka retirement tour those were some this one so far not so much not so much and even Gagetsu like Gagetsu stuff start was, was was on point and then even when she like left went outside of starting to have a match with certain people that was on point. Like Shivani's got to interview him. Like yeah. hell, Jim Ross has to talk about Sting. Like what the fuck? Like there's oh, there's yeah, so much. Around. I forgot about that. I forgot there's so much around. still to do with Sting. I feel like all you got to do we is look the around. Jim Ross retirement tour. You know we've been we've been on that for a while, bro. <laughs> it's already been happening. But it's like well, one of them. When is it in? It's one of them Anoki style ones. I'm saying it's a Muto gimmick. It's one of the Manoki ones where it goes on for like four years and shit. King Dom, who would make the better wrestling character between Dr. Umar, Run Them Donations Johnson, and Charleston One Glass Eye White? 
Dr. Uh, Umar, absolutely. I don't know because historically when you do um, pro-black gimmicks, or let me phrase phrase it, explicitly pro-black gimmicks, white people tune out and, and it hurts your bottom line. So I don't know if you can get away with that. Um, now Charleston White, in the way that he like argues with other black people, I think that's I think that's easy mm, for white you people might have to. A point. I think that's easy for white people to get into as an audience. He's making sense. <sighs> um, I think Umar Johnson would be funnier. I think he would. Do he would antagonize them quite well, and um, yeah, but he's antagonized to the point where like it don't draw. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the risk. <laughs> that's you gotta that's the about. risk. They, they don't they, like they don't like being teased about how they actually are. You know, like Dr. Umar made people feel bad about themselves. That's a thing. <laughs> Even though like it's, it's ridiculous. Like, oh my god, could you imagine the Dr. Umar vignettes at the school? A, we would see the school. What would that be like? Oh no, but I, but Abbott Elementary is more uh, of a real school than than Doctor Umar's fucking uh, whatever he's been doing for all these years and hasn't come to uh, fruition. Um, Brandon Van Candia, if you guys can make a kayfabe thirty for thirty doc and a real thirty for thirty, what wrestling topics would you guys pick? A kayfabe thirty for thirty. Hmm. Um. Hmm. 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 A kayfabe thirty for thirty. Kayfabe thirty for thirty. I'm picking uh, Kenny Omega's chase to the IWGP title, and all the fucking like branching trees off of that. Like with explain the the Tessio Naito episode, the the Okada episode. Like I'm thinking ten parts. Fucking last dance Ten style. Parts? OJ Man America was seven. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> ten parts. I can I can, hey, I, man. can e- I can easily make ten episodes off, off oh of uh, off of that All shit. All the episodes are like ninety minutes. Or an hour. Uh yeah, they were an hour. I I I can easily do that. Easy. Okay. Um let's see. What can I and they didn't even ask for no seven part. You just you just you just volunteered that. Okay. Uh. Anyway. Um. A kayfabe, thirty for thirty. Daniel Bryan versus the Authority might be pretty uh, interesting too. Uh, that would be a good one, but then you have to like try to make it make sense in kayfabe. But as far as like how he was, oh yeah, because you could like a week or two. Which is yeah, you, you could you couldn't really. I don't know. You have to use the reality of it too because. I think the reality of it is to actually, you know what? I take that back. Kayfabe 30 for 30, Brett versus Owen. Shout out to Rich Crates, who I did the music for for the series, Voice of Wrestling. That, to, for my money, is arguably the greatest storyline in WWF history. Um, Kayfabe, I'll probably go with Hangman up uh, through because there's so many soft stars, that probably wouldn't be that good. Um, I can't think of one right now. I can't think of one right now. Um, but uh, as far as as far as um a real one, I mean, 
the formation of AEW for me. Like as far as like what all that went into it in or like the last five years, whatever. So you include the punk stuff, you include MJF, or you like or actually you go from there to Wembley. You go from the mm-hmm. formation from you go from basically like Jericho All in all in. You go no, you go from Jericho versus Omega at oh, okay. Rust Kingdom twelve to into all in. Uh in Wembley. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really good. Um, um, now, as far as the kayfabe one, I still can't think of one. That's really hard because I'm thinking of stuff that like that I would want to do. Like maybe you do one. See, hmm. speaking out. I mean, easily, easily speaking out. Um, I mean, Dark Side of the Ring already covered. Doesn't need to do the Death of One Heart. Jesus. Um. um. <laughs> oh. Well, no, that's 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 nice real life. Time. That's name kayfabe. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's anything kayfabe was. I'm like, I need to see. I need to see this repackage and repurpose so people to see that aren't wrestling fans necessarily. Nothing that comes to my head in that kind of way. I would do a thirty for thirty on the four pillars of all Japan, and then like Masawa, like okay. the death of Masawa. That works. Like for all these for kayfabe, it seems like they'd be. They work better for Japanese wrestling and American wrestling because like too much goofy shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you might have a point there. You might have a point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that was our last question. So uh, okay. thank you guys for sending in all those great questions. Uh, that was that was pretty cool, of you guys. So um, it. Uh, I really appreciate you guys sending those in. So uh, I guess we can wrap this up. Yeah, thanks for listening. Y'all. That's the end of the show. Be sure to uh, rate us, review us on whatever app you're using to listen to us with. If you are watching from the stream, you can go to our show notes for the podcast, and you can find our link to our restaurant and donate there. And be sure to listen to other shows on the Besides Punish Radio. Um, you have Keep It a Strong Style. Uh, I'm going to say Rick and Clive. All Things Elite, MSWWE Adventure, Wrestling Art with Chris Things, Tunnel Talk, and Trish and Sarah Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace.